What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the suede soul and the velvet vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, live, all war, everything, answer E, all of the above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts, two single fathers, two single guys, talking about love, life, and drinking libations. Uh, who are we inspired by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by, we got a little bit of everything, but I think now... We going to the to the another birthday bottle. Yeah, take 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 the violence <laughs> off the table. So we got the Maker's Mark 101. This is the uh, 101 proof. Um, special bottle I got for my birthday. Shout out to Aunt Viv. Um, you know, I'm trying not to save things for a special occasion, but if it's a special occasion, I'm just gonna go to the back of the yeah, back of the stash. And so that's what we did tonight. Um, we got a special guest. You gonna do that? But that's what we inspired by right now. Yes. So. Uh our guest tonight is probably one of the most sought after guests that we've been trying to get for like what two years? Yeah, I think two years. Yeah, I mean we got we got him to perform. G- got him to perform. Yeah, we yeah. did that. <laughs> we did that. We did everything right. We yeah, did it yeah. in order, <laughs> decency in order. Right. We came out supported. Yeah. Nah. Then we then we developed a rapport. Yeah, facts. Then we got him to to, to to perform, and now we now we're here on the podcast. So and it was uh, organic as well because some people yeah. support with the end goal to ask for something. Yes. And we was like, yo. The, Brother, nice, yeah. <laughs> and I was off the strength of yeah. that, like alone. Yeah, man. So, um, uh, I can't. I'm really excited because you know I'm a, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of music, mm-hmm. and just a lover of music. So to to have this brother here and and shed his grace and uh, wisdom and knowledge and and just vibes with with what he with what he is doing uh, is is just amazing. So um, I'm gonna let him introduce himself, and then after that we can get started. So. Brother, if you would. Willer, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. I'm Clarence Ward III of That Feel Good. And if you haven't had a chance to check us out, you can go to www.thatfeelgood.com. Check out the new album. came out at the beginning of June. And I'm sure you're going to get some excerpts of it uh, throughout the podcast. So Definitely. Enjoy the ride with us. There you go, brother. Absolutely, My absolutely. Man. Thank you very so much. So right, right now, everybody, we're pouring up. You can hear it on the mic. Yeah, you can hear that that beautiful uh, mm-hmm. brown footage. Bad day. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bad, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so we got the the special cups going. So it's always a good time. So, cheers. Yeah, let's toast up. Cheers let's to toast this. up. Yes. Yeah, thank you, fellas. Yes. Thanks for having me. So um, finally, yes, yes, finally. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't sip. I always do that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Indubitably. <laughs> so, um, Clarence, just just give us a little rundown about yeah. yourself, man. Cause I got a lot of questions, but I do, just yeah. just give us yeah, just give us a quick rundown about yourself, your quick. talents, and you know, journeys and everything like that. Well, I try to be as quick as possible. Nah, um, take your time, yeah. bro. Unpack it. Unpack it. But um, just born and raised here in Baltimore, Maryland, East Side. Grew up over out towards Sedonia. It's a little bit closer to the mic, yeah. Check, there we go, there we go. Yeah. All right, yeah, I grew up over east side of Baltimore. You know, I went to, you know, northeast middle school. Hmm. I went to Lake Clifton initially before I got to Dunbar. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Fun. That's right. That's that's my second pop. You know, uh, when I got to Dunbar is when, realistically, music took over. You know, um, I played flute in third grade, but uh, in, high, in elementary school, we all played an instrument. Yeah. You know, so um, I got transferred from Lake Clifton mm-hmm. with two months left in my freshman year of high school. Uh, it was Lake Clifton in the mid-90s. 
You know, if you know anything about it, uh, it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fair East Side. You know, that's one of the. <laughs> it's the darkest, rockest part. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, man. And it was it was kind of crazy. You know, growing up with, in my hood, man. You know, I'm '80s. I was born '81. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that '80 drug pandemic was crazy on a lot of families. A lot of people in my hood. Everybody was affected by it. Fortunately, you know, growing up, no matter what. My mother always sent me to school and had me squared away. Yeah. You know, a lot of my other friends, it wasn't like that. So Shout out to mom. That's right. Growing up in my hood, man, I was really the one cat that always went to school, bro. I had perfect attendance for majority of elementary school. Not perfect attendance. That's perfect attendance, man. See, and that's good on one side, but it's bad when you live in a neighborhood where all the people you grew up with beef with everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that actually went to school. Oh, yeah, so they got to find somebody from the neighborhood. There you go. So, yeah, man, so things got crazy up at Lake Clifton. Got transferred with two months left. In my, um, actually, I knew the football coach at Dunbar. Uh, my aunt's friend knew the principal there. She went and spoke to him, and they got me an interview with the school. And um, it was initially a struggle to get me in. It was only two months left. They didn't know what to do with me for classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they worked it out in which uh, Charles Fun. You know, when my aunt came in, she said, yo, he'll do whatever it takes. He plays flute. And I'm like. He saw that his eyes lit up. I'm, yeah, he did. But mine was like, I haven't played flute since third grade. Oh. Right. But she said, whatever it takes to get in, that's what we need to do. Yeah. All right. When, he's, when she said he plays flute, he said, I'm going to have, that's my new saxophone player. Finger is the same. Yeah. There you go. My man, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, whatever it takes to get in. So um, those next the next week, my first week, two weeks at Dunbar, I played flute, and he put a saxophone in my hand. Mm-hmm. After a week of sax, he put me in a jazz band. Damn. Yeah, and then after that, the rest is basically history, man. It's, that music became my getaway. Before I ever got into music, up in, I started playing at 15 realistically. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up playing football and doing martial arts. There, that's all there I it loved. goes. Yeah, man, that's what I love. I love to hit. You know, mm-hmm. I was a running back, played linebacker, I played line, you know, that. and as a martial artist, you know, I love to hit and I could take a blow. Right. You know, but when I got to this music, man, it was just a different way of expression for me. You know, uh, when you grow up where I grew up, there's a certain aggression you have to have to make it through daily, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm the oldest of three. I'm the big brother of my generation. I was the cat. People and family had issues. You had to go solve it. They called Booby. That's that was my that's my name. My family called me Booby. Mm-hmm. To this day, you know, it, even now, a lot of times I gotta check. I gotta check a lot of that. You know, I'm not yeah. the regular old Booby that's from the, the around the way. You know, I have a family now. You know, I'm getting established on a lot higher level, mm-hmm. which you know, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Booby still in there though. Oh, Booby well, never leave. He, it doesn't, yeah. and that's that's the that's why I say I gotta check myself <laughs> a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm in a public eye a lot more than I ever thought I'd be. I mean, well, I guess I thought it'd be even more by now, but I'm taking what I can get. Okay. You know, and you know, I just gotta represent myself well. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. but um, from there on, man, fun took me under his wing, man. And uh, I remember that first summer I started playing. Mm-hmm. He said, um, you know, I still want to play football. And he was just like, you know, by August he said, you know, man. You, it's going to be hard for you to do both. You're not going to be able to be in the jazz band and play football. That's what they never tell you. Yeah, you know? and he said that um, if you stick with me, 
I guarantee you a free ride. Yeah, you know, if you jack your leg up, man, I know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I started getting good. After three months, bro, I started soloing, transcribing solos and stuff like that. You know, I stuck with them. That's what is transcribing solos? Well, it's when you sit down and you know how if you're sitting back and reciting somebody's rap, mm-hmm. you, know, you go back and you write down the notes of somebody's solo you verbatim. You know, if it's an eighth note, you lay the eighth note. However way the solo is, you write it out and you play it back. Back during that time, we were using the cassette tapes to do that. You know, so imagine sitting there, press the rewind, take it back, press play. You hope you're in the right direct, right area. Yeah. Not like, you know, it was, it was bonkers. You know, but, I mean, I put in a lot of work. Life wasn't easy for me back then, which means my outlet was always music. I hooked school to practice. I hooked mm-hmm. class to mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was crazy. But that was my release. Let me ask you, that, well, two things from what you said. I want to touch on the martial arts, martial arts. but before we go there, mm-hmm. I ain't never met a booby that wasn't a real nigga. <laughs> name oh, a nickname. Yeah, you can't, nah, you, yeah. You, you don't achieve the nickname booby <laughs> yeah. without being that dude. You, you, you a hard young man. You, you, yeah. you, was a, you was a tough young man. You tough, you loyal, you're responsible, and you yeah. probably yeah, the, yeah, the oldest, yeah. and you got a lot. On your plate, yeah, yeah. you were talking. Yeah, you, yeah. you said it all, bro. <laughs> yeah, you said <laughs> you it all. Right never there, yeah. Like I'm thinking the booby I knew. I was like, that booby was that dude. Like he hey, was, uh, he was the one you called when. Oh, this time, when, whenever. Yeah, um, <laughs> booby or boogie or a boogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Or a man, man too. Um, <laughs> man, man, is out of control, yo. You said martial arts. And you yeah. like to hit. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your the art form and when you're hitting someone because you didn't just hit. Uh, my assumption, you didn't just hit somebody straight on. You had a technique, like you seen like the pattern. Like mm-hmm. I'm, we'll get into you probably see music like the uh, Jamie Foxx movie, mm-hmm. but you probably seen like the the whole the lane in a different way. Tell us about that as far as martial arts and football. Well, it's all vision, you know. Yeah. Um, and you get it's about what you absorb yourself with. Whether it was martial arts, I absorbed myself before I got into music. The way I absor- absorbed myself in music, I did it with martial arts and football. That's all I did. That's all I watched. That's all I studied. And in order to be good at anything, you need repetitions consistently over and over again to learn a lot of different things. Football, you know, it's nothing but plays on both sides of the, of the field. Music, you got to tap your foot mm-hmm. to count. You got to think about the notes you're reading. A lot of times, if you don't know the music, you're sight reading. Mm-hmm. That's as if I pull out any book and tell you to read it. Man, you don't know if that book going to have a whole bunch of big words in it that you might be stuttering over, but as a musician... With the reps, repetition over and over again, sight reading. You know, like I said, I um, I went to Dunbar. Uh, from Dunbar, I went to, I got a full ride at University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Okay. Um, I really didn't like it there much. Dr. Dr. Lampkin. Oh, yeah, Lampkin, that's yeah. Lampkin. That's my guy. That's my guy, though. Um, was, I did a year there and then went into the Army as an Army oh, sergeant. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I never knew that. Yeah, man. I didn't um, do good enough. Yeah, you need the real ones. Yeah, you need the real ones, man. So, but um, yeah, after about a year and a half, things got a little hectic, and then I got discharged from there, mm-hmm. and I went back to school, back to college. From there, did another year, then went on. A, I got. I had to come home and work. You know, as you say before, I'm the oldest. I've always been taking care of a family, even when I was young. You know, my mother, she was a single mom. She had me when she was 19, 20. You know, my brother a year later. My sister, you know, 10 years later. Either way, I was big bro. 
my sister's father died a month before she was born. Oh, man, so I was the father figure she had majority of her life. You know what I mean? She was I, I was 12 years years old when she was born. The responsibilities that I had to take on at that point. I mean, it's like I mean, it's a lot of people to go through it. So I don't look at it too much as nothing. It's just my my life, my rites of passage. But all the things that I've been through is the reason that I play the way that I do, bro. Mm-hmm. I express everything through my playing. Yeah, you can hear it. This type of talking, I don't do this much. This type of talking really to most folks. You know, I'm a closed book. I like keeping my family to myself, my personal stuff to myself. You know, but the way, the best way for people to understand me, feel me, is through the music because everything that I feel, it comes out through that man. That's my way to speak. You know. That's, yeah. <laughs> go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you good? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, nigga. I know you got a question. <laughs> no, so I, I hear you with the, the the martial arts and picking up the horn at 15. So you mm-hmm. picked up sax. You went to the military as a, a saxophone player, which is difficult in itself. Yeah. That's a that's an elite level. Like it's like that's like the Rangers of musicians, you know, yeah. like an army sniper type of yeah, thing. You got to audition to get in. Yeah, yeah. and you many try. A little higher rank. If you get in as a musician, really? I yeah, I went in E three. Oh wow, that is higher. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that come in higher is E four, and you got to have a degree mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but because I'm I'm from the city as well, played a little bit. I know Doctor Fun, no, uh, Mister Fun, Doctor Lampkin. Mm-hmm. You were around brass players. Realistically, well, yeah, those are my teachers. Yeah, your teachers, your and teachers. Then, yeah, yeah, my teachers are black brass players, yeah. but yet I was a saxophone player for many years before right. I ever took trumpet serious. Yeah. How do we get? How do we? And something. And how? Do, I'm. I'm thinking. You know, Doctor Lampkin is going to transition you. How do you get to the to, to that? Well, to be honest, and you got a background around the flute. So you, you yeah, flute first. Yeah, you sent you and you and you and C, you and B flat, you and E flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you yeah, back man, to B flat. I didn't know you know it like that, man. <laughs> I know. All right. Yeah, man. So. This nigga just I say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my man said I did he my Google all that yeah. right before you pulled up, bro. <laughs> uh, no, in another life, I thought I was gonna be a classical clarinetist. Like, oh, yeah. Up in 12th grade, I thought well, I was gonna be a classical clarinetist. I was at Poly, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, what was the question again? Yeah. So so how do you transition to um, to, to playing the flugel and the, uh, the trumpet? For me, I just wanted as a saxophone player. Um, one of the first albums I listened to when I started playing jazz around 15 was an album by, um, it was a Roy Hargrove album called the Tokyo Sessions. On that album, well, in Roy Hargrove's band back then, it was an alto player from Baltimore named Antonio Hart on the album. Oh. I'm a, I love my city. And yeah. I feel we have a distinct sound and approach. And when, my, when I hear anything about our cats, at least when I was young, my OGs playing, mm-hmm. I wanted to hear the cats from here. And he was one of the cats that exude the personality I wanted on saxophone. Mm-hmm. You know, aggressive. I mean, the good and bad of Baltimore is what you get a lot of times out of us horn players. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the good and the bad. You know, you hear the good, but the bad stuff is still the good a lot of times. You know what I mean? Hard to explain that, but it is. But um, listening to Roy Hargrove, man, I was heavy on Antonio Hart, but there was still that trumpet player whose sound was always capturing when I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, ah, I would like to sound like that as well on trumpet. Yeah. You know, so after a couple of years, of, a few years of playing sax, um, you know, I, a friend of mine had taught me a, a B-flat scale on trumpet. on trumpet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it wasn't too bad, I didn't think. And I started noodling with it. Mm-hmm. 
the biggest push was the fact that everybody kept saying, no, you can't do that. The ambush is different. That's my whole life. That's all everybody's yeah. from the beginning. Yo, if you keep doing that, you're going to mess up your sax sound. Man, you just going to mess up your chops with trumpet. Bro. I spend, honestly, majority of my life just proving people wrong. Everybody tell you you can't do it. There's a way to make things happen. Now, the only thing I haven't <clears> figured <throat> out is a way to play sax and trumpet at the same time. <laughs> that shit, yo. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I ain't figured that one out yet. That's hard. No, that's, that's 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 wild. But yeah, man, it was Roy. I'm a big Roy fan. I love a lot of other trumpet players, but the but the sound, his sound, his feel, mm-hmm. is what made me really want to gravitate to it. And also, when I'm playing trumpet flugelhorn, I feel like I feel like the way that I look, I'm strong. And sometimes on saxophone, my reed dictates my sound. I have a big sound. If it's humid, that fucks your shit come up. come on, man. You know, you outside every day, yeah. Bro. No. Sound is everything, <laughs> yo. To me, sound is everything. That's the yeah. first thing people hear is your voice. Yeah. When a lady hear your voice and your voice like, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. But then you're like, yeah. But you the man, it's like, she gonna be like, oh. But it's you. <laughs> there you go, but it's you. <laughs> you know? And my sound, I... When my sound's not right, it bothers me mentally. Mm-hmm. I can get through a gig and still sound good to the masses, but to me, I feel like at that point I've shortchanged folks because I'm, I'm all in my head. I'm mm-hmm. not really playing from here instead of me always going from here. You playing the stuff I know they're gonna like when I do riff up like mm-hmm. this and just scale. This. I'm gonna get the you know the progression. I'm gonna get the response from the crowd because mm-hmm. technically, scientifically, it's gonna, it's make gonna work. the music theory is gonna work. But but it's not what I would have played. It's not. That feel good is yeah. what I say. You know, in the end, with that feel good, it's, it's an emotional thing. You know, it's that type of connection, spiritual, you know. And the music goes there at times. At certain points, the way I end the songs, mm-hmm. it's, it's meant for that spiritual effect. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Your first gig on trumpet, what was that like? So you knew it, you knew, yeah, you knew it in around. At some point, you like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm playing this at, I'm on a gig. Mm-hmm. Well, initially, when I first started fooling with it, I was 18 at Dunbar. Okay. And down there, you know, I'm still the main saxophone player down there. Yeah, you the man. So, but I'm, but I also played tuba, sousaphone, and, and concert band. Oh, and stuff like so that. okay, so it's, it's not far from you. Oh no. Nah, yeah. Huh? Okay. Okay. No, it's not far yeah, from you. Yeah. I'm a. I gotta do it all, man. Yeah. I do it all. I, I play a lot of different stuff, but you know, I was I was noodling around with that then, and um, where was I going with this? So you went from uh Yeah, to the first time you playing on, on a gig. Okay, yeah. The first time on a gig, it was a big band gig, you know, with Dunbar. Okay. And it was actually a great feeling for me. You know, um when I think back, I was I could think back and say I probably sounded like crap compared to the way that I am now, but the it's for me it's just all the progression, man. I know where I picked it up from and then when I started to new to really feel decent enough to play yeah. it. You know, my sound. <clears throat> my sound was still capturing. My notes wasn't all there. You know, but, but the tone, yeah. Yeah, I still had that sound. So it was it was doable, but it was kinda short lived at that point because I was going I was going away to college. And I was actually when I first got to college I called myself trying to uh double major mm-hmm. on sax and trumpet. Now oh, sure. I I'd been fooling with fooling with trumpet for a couple months. Sure? Yeah, I was down the shore. I graduated high school. You know Brandon Moultrie. Do I? Yeah, I mean. That's my guy. Yeah. yeah, He came up under me down there. Yeah, that's what I'm Uh I'm thinking about the time frame. Yeah, you know Moultrie, yeah. That's my guy, man. As a matter of fact, I got a hit with him in a couple weeks, man. And uh, he was nice. He was, he was, it's funny. He was, he was the guy, like, he Mm -hmm. came back my freshman year. Yeah. 
and we we struggling in music. He you know he trying you know the inspirational story. Mm-hmm. He sight reads the shit we going to adjudication with. I'm yeah. like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad, yeah, yeah. Will. Oh yeah, Spence. Yeah, Spence was that. I'm a year behind Spence. He was first year. Oh okay. Oh all right, the, yeah. he, Spence. The reason I was like, yeah, I must go classical clarinet. This oh, nigga's yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, this nigga's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He another one. He just re- he used to like solo. Like how he play now. Like I feel like he's played like that forever. Yeah. Hold on, real go quick. Here. So. My bad, yo. Ernest Third is in the building. Shout out to Ernest Third. Baltimore I would love on. for you two to yeah. work together. Oh yeah, it's a Baltimore artist, uh, Ernest Third. Like, but I tell you, the brothers like the Lupe of Baltimore. Oh yeah, this is who you, I want you two to like. Let's tiny make Des- it happen. I want Baltimore. you two to Tiny Desk together. Let's like, make, let's, let's make it happen, man. This guy, I'm gonna send you some music. I'm all about building with Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, definitely. And, Baltimore. and my brother's in the building now, so this is Clarence. Clarence, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Ernest was featured in the, the Baltimore documentary. Rufus was in there, of course. And oh, Ernest, Rufus was in there, yeah. Ernest's song was like the first song yeah. Oh, yeah. coming in there, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, check it out The again. Dark City. Like, yeah, yeah, Dark City. City. Yeah. Um, so, beneath the Beat. Yes, Beneath the Beat. I couldn't yeah, remember Dark the second City, part. Beneath the yeah. Beat, right. So, um, I guess to fast forward a little mm-hmm. bit, um, I want to think, it was a Monday night. So, my first time actually like hearing. Terror Cafe. It was, it was a Monday night Terror Cafe, and it was random. And I remember mm-hmm. we were like, um, yo, let's go to Terra. Yeah, because work schedule was yeah, different that time. It was crazy. We was, like, we was like, yo, let's pull up. Let's get some. some food. And I remember you talking about the fish sandwiches. And I was like, Man. yeah, Terra's on another level with that fish sandwich. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we was like, yeah. And then um, didn't realize. So I think at the time, Rufus was like tuning up for, uh-huh. uh, yeah, they were, they were prepping, open, yeah, yeah, prepping for the, uh, what I call Mellow Moods. Mm-hmm. On my, and, at Mondays at Terra Cafe, so I was like, "Oh, this is dope." So then, tuning up, tuning up, tuning up. We be chilling, drinking, just having a good time. Then uh, Rufus introduces you. I don't know if it was that feel good, but I think it was just you yeah, and just me. Mm-hmm. you and um. I know I don't know the older white gentleman's name. He plays uh, the drums. On the time, Nick. I had yeah. Uh, Aaron. I'm a white guy on keys. Nah, Aaron was there. No, oh, Aaron was, no, 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 no. Aaron was there on that. Oh, actually, he might have been. He might have. Aaron was there. there. Yeah, but during that time. I had a steady band with, mm-hmm. I call it my OGs, yeah. you know, Darius yeah. Scott, Nick Costa. Yeah. You know, um, they held me down for a few years, man. They nice, though. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a guy that plays bass, but he plays bass with uh, Christian Scott. Chris Farr? Yes. Yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm. Funsign. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, he was there that night. Okay. So oh, when yeah, I seen him, night. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember, because you was like, yo, he played bass with Chris Scott. And I was like, yeah, hey, I, I ain't know that. Like, oh, I just know him as your son. Shit. Yeah, right. Because, yeah. like, you know, I was, I'm really yeah. on my tiny desk, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan of tiny desk, and that's how yeah. I find a lot of my artists. Yeah. So when I watched Christian Scott's, he was cat. murdering the bass. I was like, good God. And then when he walked, I was like, yo. That's what's the name with uh, Christian Scott, and he heard me, but he was like, "Yo, what's you know?" Like I was like, "Yeah, hey, what's up, yeah, bro?" Man. So after that, then you came on, you know, you went through your went through your selections, and I was like, "Damn, that's a that's a powerful." I was like, "Damn, that's a <laughs> real vintage looking horn." Like that was the first thing that caught me. The sound was there, but I was so intrigued by like how old looking that that horn was, mm-hmm. and he was just just. You know, just going at it. Just it was just bellowing out. No microphone, just bellowing out, just bellowing out. I'm like, yeah, he's murdering that shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, who is this guy? So they went through the jazz selections and everything like that. He was, you know, and that's when you do your more uh, open mic stuff. Mm-hmm. So you were doing a lot of swap outs. 
Um, so I was like, yo, you know, he, you, know, you went and grabbed a couple of drinks and you would come back, you know, play a little couple keys, bring somebody else on, go back and just, you know, be in the crowd mingling. I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta introduce my, oh, I gotta figure out how to talk to this guy because I need to, I need to know who he is and I need to know if there's more music than just Monday night. That was my that was my whole premise. You wanted like, the music. Yes, yeah. I wanted the music. I wanted that shit bad. Like I was oh, on some yeah. Barry Gordy. Like yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey son, you want to? <laughs> <laughs> hey son, you want a job at Motel? <laughs> like that's how I felt. So like after like I think you had a, a full full break, mm-hmm. and it was like the young cats, the the, the mm-hmm. teenagers, the girl yeah. and the boy, the brother and sister. Yeah, the brother They've and been sister. Ephraim Dorsey, and they. They murder every time. Right. They murder every time. The last time. three years. Yes, right. they murder every time. They bro. just came back. Yeah, just passed from Carnegie Hall playing, man. Yeah, they. Murder. I played a lot of places and I've toured. I haven't played at Carnegie Hall yet, so it's like yeah, I'm telling them, them, y'all, y'all should be proud of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they look up to me, and I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all beat me to a place. Yeah, so be proud, and they, they remind me of me so much. That's why I love them. Uh-huh. You know, when I was young, the grind and the fire I had as a youngster. That's all them, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's, it seems like it's me reincarnated in the younger boy and the younger girl. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So finally, we caught the break, mm-hmm. and I said, um, "Hey, man, like, listen, I know you busy, brother. What's your name?" Like, he was like, "Yo, Clarence." Like, yeah. I said, "Bro, where did you get this horn from? <laughs> like, they don't sell this, and I know that you got this from somewhere special." Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, you know, the conversation was. Let's fun. go to that. Yeah, Who's your thought? Right yeah, yeah. Tell us Man, about the horn. Let me tell you, the horn is old. It's, I think it was made roughly around somewhere in the forties or fifties. Yeah, it's, it's, it was it was Mister Fun's horn, Charles Fun. It oh, was, it was his father. Mm-hmm. Charles, no, no, Charles Fun. Yeah, yeah, Chris, his, Chris his, Fun's father. Is it the band director? Right actually, his, okay. The oldest son is a trumpet player, Kyle Fun. He was okay. realistic. He's one of the trumpet players I looked up to in the beginning. That's dope. He used to fun all. He always came down from. He went to City initially. Uh, mm-hmm. He come down perform with us at Dunbar, killing trumpet players. So initially, he was one of the first cats I looked up to as a trumpet player, as a musician. Between Fun and all his sons, realistically, Chris is a year or two older than me. Okay, he would come down as well, playing with us. I mean, cats were those cats. They were already playing. Yeah, killing when I first picked up on yeah. one. So it was for me. It was. I always had a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's what it boiled down to, man. <laughs> In the end, man, those cats were. Um, I mean, it it was just always a lot of music and a lot of killing cats around. Yeah. So, with that, I'm hearing the horn. I'm loving it, and I know he. At one point, he sat. The table that I usually try to sit at is closer to the band, so <laughs> I remember he like set it down. Yeah. And he said his Yo the shit was so perfect right Like you could It was like some movie writing shit He set it down Set his drink And he was like right, Hey man I'll be right back Cause we, was, we were actually In a conversation I'll be right back man. Hold up <laughs> He said it like a jazz music I'll be right back man You know Hold that thought yeah. I was like And the key to solo right, guy, man. <laughs> What I'm gonna say Like nah nigga Like, like yo I gotta go I gotta, <laughs> Like nah so I sat there I enjoyed the rest of the performance He came out I took a pictures of You know the, the, the horn And the drink Everything together I was like This is like This is my Mo Better Blues moment yeah. So you know what I mean Like and that's And I always reference this movie Cause it's my favorite Bro. Favorite, favorite, like Spike Lee movie, but like one of my favorite movies, period. Yeah. Um, and you know about Mo Better Blues yourself. That's my I'm joint, saying it's that's just that's like the, the, the sounds. I actually the, shed a tear every time I watch it, bro. Yo, like 
It's a powerful mouth buster. Yo. I wasn't a trumpet player even when I first watched it. That's every that's every musician fear. But it's a powerful movie. Like you really have to be in tune with everything that's going on in that movie. Yeah. Um, from the just the just the dilemma that he's dealing with Mm -hmm. as a man in his twenties. Now he's in his Mm twenties. And that's the part that people kind of forget, like He's still in that's his. That's not a 30, 40 year old man. Yeah, that's <laughs> yo, my man's in his twenties, still like on his whole phase, mm-hmm. like, but still trying to have that balance of love for for his love of music and love of women, mm-hmm. um, and and just trying to create that balance and just make them make the choices. Like, am I really, you know, making the right choice of putting everything over over music over women, mm-hmm. and then the women in my life, am I treating them right because I love my music way more than them, so they can they can be sacrificed, right? You know, it was just a lot of, of stages that he went through and a lot of us men go through we outside go of through it. And it. And it doesn't even have to be, you don't have to be a musician to go through that. No, it don't matter what walk um, of life of yeah. career, man. When you put that, it's your career and your job, what you love. But the way the music flowed through the movie yeah. is is what, if you're a music lover like that, mm-hmm. if, if you pay attention to every song that's perfectly placed, to me, mm-hmm. it's perfectly placed in that movie. Um, whether it be the scenes when they're talking, the background music, music when they're uh-huh. talking, you know what I mean? Just like everything is perfectly placed. Um, the 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 top forty song, uh-huh. I love that song a lot. Um, when he, you know, he, uh, off, uh, boom, he, he, he's more he's more or less doing like poetry at that point. Uh, okay, I got you. I yeah, know what go, you're talking about go to soap on the rope. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, joint. That but the um <laughs> the mo the song Mo Better Blues is that song. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But just just everything, just yeah. everything about that about that uh, song, um, about that movie is just perfectly placed. And the horn situation, um, even with even with Shadow Henderson, mm-hmm. you know, with Shadow, like listening to his solos and listening to some of the albums that they that they pick up. So so with that, like they like Spike really puts you on to a lot of things in his movies that yeah. you really have to pay attention to. So when you when you see like certain paintings on the wall, when mm-hmm. you see certain album covers, when yeah. you see listen to certain music in the background, Spike is literally like putting us on to like Culture, people. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so flip side, just a little sidebar. Mm-hmm. When I was talking to you earlier about the uh, Summer of Soul, the uh, the the Harlem Culture Fest mm-hmm. on Hulu, um, Bleak's mom in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Bleak's mom is actually at that festival singing. She's a really? jazz musician. Oh, she's a jazz singer. Really, her name is Abby. Yeah, I don't know her last name, but her name is Abby. She's a jazz musician. Wait a minute, is this based on a real life? Or, or what? what you this is real life. This that it's the black it's the black Woodstock. Oh, so this really so happened. So you say all right. So when you say she's a jazz singer, I just mean is it Abby Lincoln? Is her name Abby Lincoln? Yeah, that's what it I'm might asking. be. Yeah, because you say it's Abby. You know, Abby <laughs> I know, I know her name is famous. Abby, but I yeah. didn't pay attention to the. Okay. I was looking at everything else, but, right. but she she was there. She okay. was singing like on stage. All right. So that's what I'm saying. Like for for her to be in that movie, and he knew who. And I, a lot of people probably ain't know. Yeah, like, no, right? Yeah, that's Abby Lincoln. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. then watching the festival, you're like, yo, that's Abby. Yeah, yeah. that's Bleak's mom. You know, what I mean? immediately that's Bleak's mom. Yeah. So I was like, I immediately I try to type her in, yeah. find her. She's very selective on like tracks. Mm-hmm. But um. Going back to you, when I when I when I finally like got to hear your full set, and then you had to break everybody did, and then you did your song Heartfelt, mm-hmm. and I think I asked them, I said, "Hey man, you know I'm really digging the jazz because I haven't been to any jazz clubs, jazz related things in 
a long time and it's consistent mm-hmm. consistent because that monday night thing was consistent and i yeah. was like bro i will it it is what it is but when i heard heartfelt bro my god <laughs> can we touch on that yo because I, one ahead. of my questions on here cause as you you spoke about earlier you you don't talk a lot you play mm-hmm. you, you play your feelings you play mm-hmm. your emotions so when we heard heartfelt you knew like it's something about this song <sighs> We didn't know the title, but I knew every every Monday night when we came, yo, he's got to play that song. Yeah. So, and when you, before you answer, my fault. Go ahead. You're sure, you're sure. So I'm going to set the scene for Heartfelt. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Right? So most of the lights were up like this during during the jazz set. Uh-huh. It's pretty bright, but it was, it was just bright on the band. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else was dark in the audience, but it was really bright on the band. And he was like, yeah, we're going to get into a uh, personal joint of mine. Uh, heartfelt, you know, I wrote this song for my wife and da 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 da. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. And then, like, immediately, this is the part I love, it's so organic, right? <laughs> so he goes, all right, fellas, we're going to do it. And it was like, listening to it like a live recording. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, fellas, yo, follow me. We're going to do like, mm, yeah. mm, mm. he uh, talking yeah. to the drummer. Yeah. Hey, give me a little bit of. Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of that. Because it's very distinct changes. So even if you don't know the song, just play the changes. <laughs> he said, one, two, three. Bam, bam. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at everybody in the crowd like, oh, y'all really bougie tonight. Do y'all hear this shit? Do y'all hear this? Now, if I could have got a clean recording on my phone, yeah, I would have I would have yeah. like that shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, and I'm looking, I'm looking at the crowd. Recording. They just... I said, nah, y'all uh, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this man really just, wow. Like, yeah. that song, and I asked him, I said, bro, what's the name of that song? Oh, it's, you know, it's a joint I wrote. It's, it's an original <laughs> conversation we had earlier. I said, damn, this ain't never coming out. I only got to come here to listen to it. I said, well, fuck it. I'll be here every Monday yeah. to make no, sure. That, that was, no, this is our real talk. Like, Yo, we yeah. need that song. Yeah, I, I said, we I need that, that song. I said, bro, I shook his hand. He was like, yeah, thanks, man. Like, real... He's a humble guy. And yeah, he was like, yeah, man, that. thanks, man. I was like, nah, nah, bro. You don't got time to do the humble shit. This shit is right. fire. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Yo. I said, yeah. we don't got time for that humble shit, bro. Like, this is fire. And I need this. Like, listen, when I come back next week, you better have a, 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 a zip drive or something for me because, I like, I need it. Yeah. And he was like, nah, yeah, you know, stay tuned for the album. I'm like, yeah, but damn, come on. Man. Like, let, let me, me be the only guy. Let me buy the single. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me be the guy with this so I can brag. Like, y'all niggas like never gonna get this, yeah. get this song. So yeah. um when when you when you when you played that song, actually my thing is my thing to you is how did you how do you create that? How did you create that? That song. Yeah. That song initially. Everything, most of my songs, I start off at the keys. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Setting moods. Mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. that's, that's you on the keys. Just yeah, to, that's, yeah. That's, but that's you. Well, yeah. Figuring out the chords. Oh, no, figuring out the chords oh, okay. I'm singing it. Uh, on a live record, no. But mm-hmm. I have an actual record. My initial scratch track of it is just me with the keys. I, I do everything. That. I use reason. I want that. Yeah, man. And that's the one. It's just a little pocket groove. I put a little drum beat on it, and I just set it. I just played it. And it's open yeah. for the drummer, right, so yeah. the drummer go. <laughs> I call it the echo snare. So yeah, he needs a yeah. little echo. Yeah, that's right. He was like, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, when he told the, because he told the drummer. He said, hey, hey. That's what I want. No, 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 no. Not like that. Give me that. He was like, like. 
just like that. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, he's really making music yeah, man. in front of our eyes. That's <laughs> why I'm looking at the crowd like, y'all not. Hey, man. A wise guy's watch told me I've been feeding caviar to dogs sometimes. <laughs> pigs before pearls. There you pearls go. Pearls yeah. before pigs. Yeah, yeah. But, but continue, <laughs> continue, continue. Yeah, man. But um, it started off as just a regular track. And I laid the chords down, and then I, all my songs usually like that. I usually come up with the chords first, then figure out a nice melody to play over mm-hmm. top of it. And with that, that's what it was. Um, When I laid the melody on top of it, the whole energy was a, a was around my wife. You know, oh, just yeah. the way it felt, you know. Intentionally? was yeah. Like, did you go into it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, based off this, the groove that I set, once I set that groove, I knew who it was meant for. That is so amazing. Like, so I wasn't there for you to create the song, like originally create the song, but mm-hmm. the fact that you created it in front of me that night, because I don't think that everybody knew the song. No. And that was the part. Right, because actually don't, that band that I was using was my session band. Right. Not that feel good. Right. That feel good would play it, but everybody really, I didn't. I don't have that music for everyone exactly. so that was I think that's why that, uh, that song uh, yeah so I think that for me for that experience at, at right at that moment was so like Kanye heightened and yeah. especially and special for me because it was like he literally had to coach everybody within 30 seconds what he wanted out of that song I feel like Aaron was already in tune. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you but, you gig with him a lot, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was the drummer in uh, the well, bass Well, actually, player. that's the only reason I was I felt comfortable enough to do it. Yeah. Because Aaron was on on the joint. Aaron knows he's my right-hand yeah. guy with that feel good, man. He knows my music. Yeah. He Aaron's gets me beast. totally music. Aaron's musically. a beast. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A beast. You know, yeah, I'll randomly be at Montebello jogging. He's just on his keys out there playing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Aaron's a beast, man. Yeah, And there's so much undiscovered, like, talent here. Um. Musically, yeah, man, like, 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 really musically. That's the part of the reason I started the session. Yeah, simply because of that, man. It's I feel I I shouldn't have to go to New York to be seen, to be recognized, bro. We got some of the greatest artists in general. On that all that gig with everybody Come that you on, listen bro. to on the radio. Everybody. You know everybody that played with Johnny. Every, yeah, you know, man. his bass player Jill Scott. Sheldon and all Sheldon, that. yeah. He played with bro. everybody. Come on, yo. Before mm-hmm. I had my last two kids, bro. I mean, I toured with Lettucey. You know, on that Lettucey yeah. tour, it was with Men Condition. Dope. Uh, music Soul Child. Mm-hmm. I performed behind t- a couple gigs with Aretha Franklin, man. Yeah. That's, that was the pinnacle right there, man. That was one time I was on a gig in <clears> awe. <throat> I'm not really in awe of a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Aretha, but though. Aretha, she sang. Yeah. I mean, then when she sat down at the piano, we were at the uh, Caesars up in up uh, was it Jersey? Jersey. Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Okay. Man, when she sat down and sang, bro, I almost cried. Mm. And it take a lot for me, yeah. emotionally music for the music to touch me. And yeah. bro, how I mean. Do you, how do you get on a gig with Aretha? How does that occur? That, uh, Mr. Fun. Mr. Fun has played with uh, Aretha over the years. It's a big band that he played without a buoy, mm-hmm. which is her big band director. I mean, he's been rocking with them since maybe the 70s, 80s. Shit. You know, so... I've always been his right hand. You know, mm-hmm. when when they need another horn player, that's he'd give me a holler. Mm-hmm. And, and the hip part is that I can play trumpet and sax. Yeah, so you he, know, I, I got two guys. Yeah, and one. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Save some money. You know, so one gig I, I played. The first gig was on. I played a saxophone gig with him, playing Barry Sax. That was and my. Then, that's uh, what I played now. Yeah, and Talk the second the gig was with trumpet, and that was the last one was like 2017, 2018. It was like 
a year before she passed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good man. BBCC Winers, man. These people I grew oh, up dope. With. I played behind them a few times, man. Um, there's a bunch of cats. So what's the jazz scene then? We were talking about, you know, you shouldn't have to go to New York to be known. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're gigging with Aretha and with Baltimore musicians everywhere. With mm-hmm. every anybody you listen to on the radio, any any CD you listen to, it's a Baltimore cat somewhere close. Mm-hmm. What's the music scene like in Baltimore from your from from a musician standpoint? Because I know at least for Kyle and I, Terra Cafe. If I want to hear live jazz and I'm not going to DC, mm-hmm. if it's not Terra, like I'm, you, you got to be somebody doing a, mm-hmm. a gig. You know, right. Spence was doing something for a minute. If, yeah, you know. So what's the music scene? The scene is actually it's, a, it's growing right now. Yeah. Um, for a long time, it was trash in my opinion, and that Absolutely. was part of the reason why I felt I needed to grind harder for the city. You know, I've been doing this session five years, bro. A lot of people don't really realize they only notice it for the last few, but five years. Mm-hmm. Consistency on Monday. No matter, bro, I don't even take, it's certain gigs I don't even take. I mean, you got to pay me at least a grand for me not to even want to be at the session when I don't even make that at the session. Yeah. You know, so it's like, that's it's my baby. Yeah. You know, it's, I love it. The people, I, the people expect me to be there. Yeah. You know, so that's why I always got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But, um, my whole point was to try to make to help build the scene somewhere in which like I said people don't have to go to New York bro some of my closest friends I came up with Thousand Allen trumpet player you know he went to school in New York mm-hmm. we travel we all travel the world and but we're back here we come back here and then we don't have any other opportunities in our own city how is it that we got so many great musicians cats can't even come out and enjoy a session sit in let alone hear some consistent good music you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it was kind of crazy. So right now, Terra Cafe on Mondays, one of the the biggest and main spots here in Baltimore is Keystone Corner. You know? Yeah. I, I, I just started hearing about that. Yeah, man. It's, Keystone is, is is rolling, trying to help keep the music alive, bro. And um, I've started to play perform there a lot more this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with with uh your album mm-hmm. um you finally dropped your album yeah man thank god right right <laughs> so, right so give us a little bit about uh as, as far as your album is concerned and in the processes and like what was your what was your main goal or inspiration to create the music that you created on there well as we talked before we went live you know I was initially already recording my main official album for that feel good. Yeah. Last year before pandemic hit. Pandemic hit and uh world got shut down on a Monday, which is a Monday. Everybody know Monday is session Mondays. Yes. You know, which was the 16th of March last year. Okay. My f- I was my last recording session for the main album that I haven't released was on the 15th of 2020. That was my father's birthday, and I found him dead in a home in his apartment on the 16th. You know, that shaped everything for that year for me. God bless, man. You know, um, yeah, man, shit's crazy. Uh, he he was a diabetic, type one, and you know, he always. And it was a point where people said, you know, he probably needs something to move in with somebody. My pops don't want to move in with nobody. He grown man, handle his own business. You preaching to the choir. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, yeah, man. I found him on a Monday, and my release was, I, in the end, I figured no matter what, I'll at least be able to play on Monday. 
world shut down. The world shut down that Monday, bro. And I didn't play again, real talk, for maybe a month. So here I go. I'm considered the most working musician in this area, the most sought after. And I went from working five, six, seven days a week sometimes Mm -hmm. to none, maybe once every couple weeks. In an instant. Yeah. And for music to music is my release. I didn't have that, you know. So I'm over here. I'm, I'm uh, what they say, quote unquote, depressed. You know, going through what I'm going through over my dad. You know, I had, that's the first funeral I had, I ever had to plan. You yeah. know, and it was horrible to have to plan it during COVID. The prices were still the same as a regular funeral, and you couldn't even really invite you, folks. You people could have had ten people at the funeral, bro. Literally ten people. I couldn't. Yo, it was crazy, man. Real talk. I've just started getting over that stuff, man. Over my pops passing while finding him, and yeah. it's just it's crazy, man. But um, that year, I was totally messed up emotionally. Like I told you before, it was hard for me to play practice, <clears throat> but I was still gig periodically. Um, Aaron started his serenades. My guy Eddie, I was with him when he started his porch concerts. Eddie and um, bass player, yeah, yeah. Eddie Robert. Shout out to Eddie. <clears throat> and he um, you know, I played those few joints, and it felt good to play. Especially since I've been in such a, a rut emotionally yeah. and musically. Um, but to me, I wasn't myself. I can play to everybody else and sound like me to me. It wasn't all the way me. Mm-hmm. By the time we recorded that album on, in August at Key, at uh, Blue House down in Kensington, Maryland. And that was the first gig where I felt like myself again. Or at least remotely close to myself again. Mm-hmm. And when I listened back, any of those recordings on the album? That's the whole, all of the whole. Them. Okay, recording. they're all in Kings. Ah, That's the yeah. That the whole joint is the live gig. Dope. Mm-hmm. And uh, bro, I I listened to that back on the wire home. Like, wow, that's that's me. It's it feels like me. Mm-hmm. It's different now. It, not that it sound, but it felt like me. That's what's And important. I said that's the one that uh, you know, that's the, I that's might the not be able to finish up the album because we still couldn't get back in the studio and stuff. But I could use this as me on a live album. I think people need and also, bro. I should have had stuff out 10, 15 years ago, to be honest. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I, in during COVID, I had friends, musicians that have passed. All I kept thinking, if I don't, if I die in 2020. All you got is this YouTube. That's it. People can't Google brother and get no music, nothing, man. That's real life. Bro. The legacy, bothered even, me, even the C's, like, yo, Bro, I'm going to hit my pop. Yo, and that's exactly it, man. I, I get it. A lot of people don't know. I, I make hip-hop, R&B tracks. I've done that for the last yeah. 15 mm-hmm. years. I got so much stuff. Just sitting on hard drives, bro. After COVID, I, this was my plan was for this year to put out at least three, four albums. Sure. The, the live one, I got tracks I was gonna put out on Lo-Fi. Mm. Um, hey, listen, bro, put them out bro. with oh, earnest. Coming, with earnest, can you pin my comment, please? <laughs> pin it. Just pin it so they know who right, who it right, is, yeah. real quick, please. Yeah, man. Wait, well, not not that one. Let me let me let me rewrite it because right. I put a day instead of that. Why are you doing that? I got a question. If you if you still want to stay on this topic, but mm-hmm. Clarence Ward the third mm-hmm. question I have. Tell me about Clarence Ward Senior and Junior. I know we, you talked mm-hmm. about we talk. I want talk about Pop the, the yeah. If, well, if, if, if senior, it's cool, yeah, yeah, it's cool. My grandfather. All right, that one. Okay, I'm listening. Well, both oh, my my grandparents you. were from down south before they migrated up here in Baltimore. Um, Not that one. It's going to come up. Yeah, uh, Senior. A lot of ways, when I went to the army, I was following in his footsteps. You know, he was a soldier who, um, my, my grandfather fought in World War II. 
You know, um, I did too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pop up and get up to a, can you get to an E eight? Yeah. Yeah, I think Pop up mm-hmm. got to an E eight. Yeah. Can't, can't really so. ask me that question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. First generation, not military. Okay, yeah. but yeah, man, he uh, yeah, my grandfather, and he had crazy war stories, brother. Mm-hmm. You know. Another got the war stories from. Oh man, was, when I used to listen to him, and he told me how I got a, a person blowing up directly next to him, bro. That's bonkers. Yeah. You know, That's and, wild. and after those stories, you know. As a fighter, I grew up a regular fighter, not trying to shoot people type fight. So mm-hmm. it was just like, if I ever went to war, it was just like, yo, I ain't, I ain't never really want to kill nobody. That's one if I got to do that, it's only just to live. Yeah. If I'm offing anybody, it's because I need to live. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I know it's going to be one of us, so it's not. It's going to be you. I'm getting home mm-hmm. <laughs> in the end. But yeah, my grandfather, he was a soldier, great man. Um, he passed roughly, it's been about 20 years now, and I believe. And uh, actually, well, when the main album come out, there's a song that I wrote the day after he passed that a lot of folks really like that as well. So okay. I'll let y'all check that out eventually. Um, my father, you know, he went to Lake Clifton, regular Joe. Um, he was a chill cat. You know, throughout life, my father and I really didn't get along. Well, I ain't going to say really get along. He was, he was in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, my mom was a single mom. But as a man, and you grow older, and you start realizing a lot of things about life and women. You know, the things that I thought about my father when I was young wasn't necessarily the truth when I got older. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I leave it like that because I don't want to yeah, speak negative mm-hmm. on my mom. No, it's, no, yeah, it's, it's life, yo. It's, it's life. Just, as you get older and you realize, like, mm, It's great. Nothing black and white. Was, yeah. My father might not. He wasn't as chewed up as I thought he was, but, well, he paid child support. That's what it was saying. I pay my child support. It's, it's still more, a lot more to life. Yeah. yeah. My issue, only issue I really had, my father, I just felt he should have did more. Well, a lot of times with both of my parents, man. You know. Oh. And growing I, up, yo, they, they all. Let's, get, they this, see let's me, get into this parent talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, they, when they see me performing, it's always the highest of accolades and love in the world. You know, but I, I never really got that support. Let me be real. I got put out. For practicing in my house when I was 11, 12, well, about 12, 13. That's real shit, too. You know? And this was the flute. Well, actually, no, it's a, I was younger, you know, so. That's real shit. Yeah. No, I, we I, lived I, in an apartment, so. I, <laughs> yo, yeah, it's real, because it's, it's interesting, because the thing, like, yo, I'm playing, my, my primary is clarinet. Mm-hmm. I went to Barry Sachs mm-hmm. um, for a jazz band in high school, but love clarinet. Mm-hmm. Class, wanted to be a classical clarinetist. And getting in trouble because oh it's eleven thirty at night, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm just going through my scales like oh. this is the work like I'm I the way some people are on the court I, I happen to be tall I like basketball I just happen to be tall mm-hmm. that's not what my passion was right I'm just going through my scales shut that shit up <laughs> yeah Sorry. it's eleven thirty at night I feel you bro like I'm in the bathroom because it's, it's towels mm-hmm. so I sound better in the bathroom that's the best mm-hmm. place to live. like yeah, the acoustics in yeah there, I was like do you hear this my like do you hear this rolling thunder yo <laughs> do you hear this shit yo <laughs> yo I finally got to the high C like you got you can only get this with your armature right man do you hear this shit yo mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> yo I know I'm getting I'm getting to my Jeremy thing I yo I feel you bro I feel but you, bro. because it's so unorthodox or it's it's not common in our community. Mm-hmm. Music in general, and then this is going to take me to the question about music in the schools and your thoughts about that. But the passion I have for it, but to be told, shut that shit up. Right. But as a parent now, I understand where that's coming from because she got to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
to yeah. get the work. Yeah. To get these bills paid. Mm-hmm. So it's not dimin- it's not to diminish me playing in my passion in the moment. It's like, yo, I gotta get up to make sure the roof is over the head. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> to but, an extent. See, I look at it like This that, is thirty six years old right, understanding it. I'm not 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 fourteen yeah. years old. But even then for me, some things in life I feel you just have to suck shit up. And that's just the way I felt. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom certain things you should have done that point, you know. You should have sucked that shit up, Mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a son who's, you know, 15, 20 years later, you know, one of the most sought-after cats in the area, you know. Yeah, that feels good to be able to walk out, you see your son perform. People don't know the grind and all the shit I had yeah. to go through to be able to have to do that. Bro, I used to practice outside in a in, in an almost like forest area of my area, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I you know, I would get in trouble too much practicing in the house. Mm-hmm. But the one thing Fun always said, man, things could be worse for you, man. I mean, some. You could be out here stealing here hubcaps off people's cars, man. Mm-hmm. You know? That's real life. There shouldn't be that much of an issue, but, you know, when you live in an apartment, it is what it is. You know, I was young. But parents and, like, I know we, we all fathers said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, being a parent is sometimes like that. I feel like I wish I could do more. I should be doing more. Then you think back to my parents, you know, I feel like you should have did more. But then, you know, it's, it's gray. Yeah. No I one, no, it's no, if I knew the exact right things to do to get my kids to be whoever they need to be, be, I would do it. So we all just try, I feel like. Yeah, you're right. all trying to figure it out and do what we think is the best. You're right. In, yeah, that, bro, in that moment. You're right about all of that, man. Because, you know, I got three kids, man. My son's 15 now. Top soldier. He came back, he came to me this week and was talking to me about having his. It's probably like his first little real girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, and he it happened. It was like you know he was wait. He got his little jo- little summer job now too. He's yeah, coding he and all works, that stuff yeah. now. Oh shit! Yeah, man. So he come in from his little work. Oh yeah, Dad. I I need to. I thought I needed to let you know. Uh, yeah. Remember that girl I was telling you about live up the street? Yeah, we we're something now. <laughs> something. <laughs> You're something now. <laughs> what is this something? Yeah, she asked me, Dad. And I said, I do. Yo, bro, when yeah. he said that, bro, I just bust out laughing. <laughs> Ooh, got your ass. <laughs> I said, that's my boy. Yeah. Got your ass. <laughs> yeah, man, honestly, I teach my son the same thing that people teach their girls. I mean, you got to teach them both that they're, yeah. we're valuable too, bro. Thanks. We have to teach our sons that we're just as valuable. Let's get on that talk. Yeah, as the females, bro. Because when we grew up, but girls were sugar and spice and everything, and everything nice. Everything nice. Pedestal. They were the we. Yeah. yeah. You know, we the cats that always got to fight for you, put our life on the line. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the thing about the problem and the issues for me today is just that, yo, I love women empowerment. You know, I've always been around strong women. Yeah. My yeah. mother yeah. was a strong single woman. My, anybody, most of the women in my family have always been strong women. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard to, I mean, I've, this world, I've always been around strong women. So women coming is going as hard as they are right now, it ain't nothing new to me. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new at all. But you're not seventeen. You're you're not mm-hmm. adolescent anymore. You know what I yeah. mean. So so the viewpoint mm-hmm. from adolescent <laughs> to a grown man is totally different with the it's empowerment. Totally different, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, you respect it. Yeah, I respect it. You know what I mean. But... We, we we definitely respect it. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna be. 
I'm not gonna belittle me myself. Myself, yeah, and my lose gender. myself. Yeah, I don't have I to belittle me to raise you up. Stuff. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Not gonna lose ourselves in trying mm-hmm. to make sure that you stay empowered, like, because yeah. I'm gonna keep make sure that I'm empowering myself yeah. in mm-hmm. the process. Yeah, but I will never, at a point, you know, we all go through things. You know what I mean? And and because we as men, we have to go through our levels of love. Mm-hmm. We tend to do, we tend to lose ourselves because of how we were raised. So we, yeah. Yeah. we are raised for women to be up here, and and we, we, we and we only have to see them here, like and we can. We're not, we don't, we we're not really taught to see ourselves here mm-hmm. either. Also, yeah, you know what I mean. And so that's exactly that's what it point. is. It's yeah. not that women should be lower. It's that it's that yeah. we are we, we are, too are up there. Yeah, yeah. we both yeah. there. You know, yeah. we so, both could be there together. Exactly. You know, I don't, shouldn't have to be diminished for you to be. Pushed up with me either way. You well, know? With the phrase, "Well, you the man, so you supposed to like." Nah, I mean, yeah, no, okay, I mean, but I'm, damn, I'm be real. I'm I'm more old school. So when you mm-hmm. say, "Well, this I'm the man," yeah, I'm the man. But and it come, I, that and come but with I things. Take, exactly. But being the man now is a little more different because that means a lot of women. I'm gonna argue who, it's not though. A, a lot of women, in my opinion, want some of the old school stuff with the. The modern women stuff and it's kind of hard to ask that you mm-hmm. know for a man to take care of everything yet a lot of times women are making more money than some of the men the women got degrees mm-hmm. and, and, also there's a lot of stuff in there and know? i think a lot of that too is socialization mm-hmm. in the sense that when you were 18 what were you told what was the rule in your house when you turned 18 well which one <laughs> I get to yeah. Uh, huh? no. Which one? I gotta get out. What? Yeah, yeah, that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah we, I'm getting the hell out, and I gotta go. That was not the rule for my sisters. Yeah, I feel you. So mm-hmm. now think about that though. Yeah. I know at 18 I have to <laughs> get. Definitely had to get. <laughs> so what? I gotta you go know? to school. Uh-huh. You gotta go to school. I gotta get a job, and I get a job because I'm paying. Then I gotta pay rent, or you know, you go to the military, but you gotta do something. That wasn't necessarily the 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 conversation for my sisters. Fine, because right. it, it'll probably be for me. My son, that he pro- he'll probably get that. My daughter probably won't. Mm-hmm. A different level of it. Let me not. No, I dig yeah, it. Yeah. No, I, I understand. But mm-hmm. I say that to say that means I know at eighteen I gotta get a job or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the luxury to to go to get education and figure out the best path of my career. Mm-hmm. So you gotta make shit happen now. Yeah. So so that means all right, I'm making it happen now. But I, so when we get to the point of dating. You may have had a, more of an opportunity to cultivate your career, mm-hmm. to make more money potentially. Mm-hmm. Where I had to go get the whatever the job was, and and it, put in if, work. if it was it put in work, right? You know, to to do to sustain. Um. So so when we get to the you know making more money, I'm like sometimes that that may be why when I when I ask the questions and dig deep, it's for some people for some yeah. scenarios. I haven't done enough research, but. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. At yeah. least my my anecdotal mm-hmm. experiences. It was, yeah, but then that'd be the problem sometimes is the mental weakness of a lot of people after a while. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who makes more money than me. Most people, they don't know how much money I make. But, I mean, I'll be real, for a big portion of my, when I first got off tour and I came back home and I wasn't on tour no more and I mm-hmm. had to get a regular job, my wife had already been within her work for the 10 years, 10, 12 yeah. years. She seasoned in that joint. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I first got up, yo, she was making making money. Yeah. You know? That because yeah. she make money don't make me no less of a man. Exactly. Because she make money, that's what she wanted to do. You know? Now because I stopped working to get I got off the road to come home. My money's a little low, you know. I had to rebuild. And within that, I'm back to a status where, you know, I'm fortunate about my wife. She hasn't had to work the last two yeah. years. That's fly. Awesome. You know? Real fly, yo. Now, <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last purely because my wife is a producer. She likes, she's 
an alpha lady that likes to make shit happen. Yeah. You know, so as long as I can have a housewife, and she's gonna be mad at me when she said that because she don't like to be called a housewife. <laughs> but the last two years, I've had I've been the CEO been of the household. The yeah. CEO of the household, and it's been great, bro. Yeah, it's been great. I think it's <laughs> what's been great about it because everything she's been home. Yeah, simple as that. You know, beforehand, you know she she was working grinding her. She's in research and she did research for commercial real estate. Nice. So she did. She was working all the time. Work. Big shit. You know, and between her working the. My daily routine for years was I woke up six o'clock in the morning to get her to the train station. DC it was either, yeah, mm-hmm. DC. It was either that or we had to ride to Columbia. Come back in the city to drop off one of my sons to school in West Baltimore, my daughter to my mom, which is the babysitter over East Baltimore. Jeez. And then I ran a tax office when I uh, a couple months after I got off the road, I started running a tax office in West Baltimore. Jeez. This is my daily grind. Every day for it's 100 miles Easy Bro Easy When I say people don't know Catch grind half the time he, he felt that it, he, <laughs> yo, he was in the car Again like bro Yo And the traffic that, It was the afternoon so, traffic Yo that's exactly it yo, I know you be in That 295 hours, traffic yo. Is garbage bro And after a long day of that To possibly still have a gig In the evening <sighs> To get up in the morning To do it all over again Flip side Your circle Your release Mm-hmm comes with your gig so for you what what i admire adore and 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 respect is that you were mentally and emotionally allowed to release through your music at any point in time mm-hmm. practice gigs listening mm-hmm. you were able to release yeah. and i think for myself because this mm-hmm. is where me and you can can I guess be on one accord? My my release has always been music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've I'm 35. Yeah. I think it wasn't until I don't know what year, but but something clicked. Go ahead, brother. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, <laughs> <laughs> See, so you got that one on. It, and that's the, that's this the one. Yeah, is that one? And this is the four oh, year age one. Four yeah, this is the one that's hard to find. Like, yeah. you find that shit. It's, it's yeah, nah, you sip on it. I'm here with the cat, so I want yeah, the yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. find. That's the yeah, get that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the expression through music, and even times like now with the DJ, with mm-hmm. DJing, like now, what's crazy is like somebody, somebody hit me up one day when I was I was going through music and just DJing and just like letting music flow, but songs that were coming into my head, mm-hmm. I was playing. Somebody said, "Yo, I could. I really felt you tonight. Like, you, like, you all right?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm cool." I was like, "Wow." I was like, "Nah." Like, your music yeah. was like really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could tell when you were really, really like in your thoughts, and you played your thoughts, and I could tell when you snapped out of it. Mm-hmm. You went, bro. You went over yeah. here, and then when you you, you and it's hip. A lot of people are going hip to that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can and you can hear and and even watching you play, mm-hmm. I can tell when it's a release night. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times he plays when it's release night he plays shorter, mm-hmm. so he so he plays and then he takes his breaks and he's he'll look around and, <laughs> you know he'll, he'll he'll pace back and forth and then he'll come back and play and he'll take his break because I know that he's supposed to play longer probably than what he's supposed to, but he letting everybody else get something yeah because and he when he lets everybody but when it's shorter than what it's supposed to be my man's like. 
he got something on his mind. <laughs> and you you just have to be in tune to know like when somebody's on that type level. Yeah. So so that's the thing, that's the beauty. I'll say the beauty. I won't say the thing, but the beauty of music mm-hmm. is that a person who is a musician and a person who is in tune with music, you know when a person is really going through it. Yeah. Like you do. I've been to many of Mondays. I watched the brother. <laughs> I watched the brother not give nobody, not take a break, and really go the fuck in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, he on his. Yeah, it's about to be a great fucking night tonight. When he's taking multiple, multiple breaks, and he's taking, he's letting introducing people, swapping out like, yo, come on up here, get mm-hmm. some music, and then like you know he'll give his cues like, and <laughs> 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 then go into him like, yeah, he. He trying to do his do his four hours and get up out of here. Like you know, what I mean, he, he tonight is just you know it was probably a little bit more on his plate tonight, and you feel you but you feel it in his mm-hmm. music. But even mm-hmm. so, it's so it's so greatly translated mm-hmm. and beautifully translated through his through his horn that you're just captivated by like oh this is a great night, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. at everybody smiling, black people. And I'm like, yo, this nigga's really going through it. Like, but this that, brother. But that's your superpower. Yeah, this is, yeah, you go. No, no, he he can. Everybody can. Really he impersonate. See. That's the funny part. But he can see. He sees you. Mm-hmm. That's your super. I, yeah. That's your superpower. No, I get it. You see people. But but it's it's you know I mean superpower or not. But like me loving music that much, I can just you feel that shit. So it's nice where I've have I haven't even like I don't even come to say what's up to Clarence because I know like. Mm-hmm. He's about to get the fuck up out of here. Like he's about to pack that horn up and he's dipping. Yeah. But yeah. then there's nice when I know if he like he's drinking when I I watch his yo, listen, no homo bro. <laughs> I'm watching my man because like I'm so I'm so greatly invested in your music and what you bring to the table. It's like, yo, he's uh, he had about a couple of drinks. Oh yeah, shit's about to be lit tonight. Yeah. My man's about to be he's about to go dumb tonight. And it's not a lot of guest artists, and it's not a lot of guests uh-huh. uh uh, people on the session mm-hmm. I'm like yeah My man's about to do his thing Oh yeah See that's what it usually Boils down to I'm gonna tell you really At this point When I started the session It was all about Yeah I mean it was still What it's all about The playing Yeah But the one thing I had to realize Which my team usually tell me I have to um, It's not For me It's not really supposed To be a concert Per se It's uh <laughs> I do my thing up top mm-hmm. And then I let people Get their thing mm-hmm. You know, realistically, I ain't getting paid for a concert. Right, right. You know, but you gotta get my snippet. That's good. Yeah. You know, enough to be interested. You see the crowds we have now, and with those crowds, we can't have get now, a seat, yo. Crowd. Like I'm like, yo, Terrence, I'll buy a table like it's a club. <laughs> yo. No, no, no. Like for real, are we getting to the point where we yeah. cats gonna start being able to reserve their spot yeah. ahead of time? You, you, yo, before you, I showed you up, are there? <laughs> 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 yo, somebody said that to me the other day, oh God, and I'm, 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 I'm just a regular. I know. I'm, I feel I, know. I look at myself as the regular. But you, not, to find out bro. you here, bro, you two blocks from me. Yeah, really. I walk past here with my dog every day. Yo, yo I know because you always on Charles, but the the, the summer concerts, the porch joints, bro. I didn't know that. I'm on 37, brother. Shit. But you're not just an ordinary yeah, guy. Yeah, that's ordinary. We gonna talk about that afterwards, though. But that's you gonna you need to start pulling up when the niggas around. But that's why I feel like in general. I'm just I'm a humble guy who's out here yeah. grinding for my family, yo, and for my peoples, mm-hmm. and for my city. And all I tell cats is, if I make it, we made it. Yo, we did. Because yeah. I'm all about us. I'm all about bringing us aboard. Yeah. All the cats that I rock with, these are my guys, yo. Have some. 
when I some of these, I'm gonna be real. Some of the guys when I got with them, they, they wasn't the best players in town, but they were the best person for me at that point in time yeah. for the situation it is. And I've been able to help groom a lot of cats and help gr- grow a lot. Yeah. Of, my whole point is to help grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I do my That's part and help grow all the killing musicians in there, we got nothing but killing musicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's New York, in Absolutely. my opinion. Absolutely. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's no, got, it's no cat. It's no place for the up and coming guy, who not the killer yet. No, it's not really. I mean, it's, it's a place for everybody. Don't get it twisted. Right. Everybody got a place, but in order to be respected, the musicianship has to be level. Has to be up. Yeah, facts. And that's it. That's with everything. We have to, in order to be respected and get certain accolades, we got to step shit up. And then once we, once everything stepped up. Then the people can start to come in more and start. It, it's all eyes and, on. And that's what it is. But we got. Well, like, we be getting seen over in China now. So people they, in China looking, and, and Europe looking at my live on a session. So, so this is the I'm part. Looking. So this is the part, right? So I apologize for I'm taking over too much. But at the end of the day, like I vastly invest myself into vintage music, vintage mm-hmm. jazz. Yeah. So like when I come across something that. I know that it. I already know it's way before my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like watching when I flash back to the Summer Soul Fest, watching a young twenty-five between twenty-five and thirty-year-old Roy Ayers mm-hmm. like killing shit. You yeah, know what man. I mean? In nineteen sixty-nine, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like watching Herbie Herbie Man because mm-hmm. they played together. Yeah, bro. At the Soul Fest, yeah. watching Herbie, that made me want to pick up Fleet actually. But watching, <laughs> but but even even to the fact of somebody known Stevie Wonder. Well, watching Stevie Wonder, not give you the the happy music, but he's giving you the funk and the soul yeah, that man. that culture that the that time period that every that they needed. Yeah, Stevie, I did not know Stevie wanted to play the drums. Yo, Stevie, so, is a musician all around. Yo. Thank you. So on, here's bro. the part when he started, my brother was singing. Doing the Stevie Wonder shit, right? He's doing no, <laughs> not, and, and, and I'm being for I gotta paint right, the scene. Right, okay, so right, I hope right. both of y'all watch it. So I'm painting the scene, like he's he's singing, clapping, and his usher ushers him over to the drum set, and I'm looking like, what? <laughs> no, I'm looking like, what is he? About? Yo, he takes the drumsticks, it goes go ballistic, yo. When I say like, goes ballistic on the drum set, and he's like. Yo, it's 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 as mm. if he's only wearing the shades because the sun is out. Like mm-hmm. my man is hitting the notes. He's going ballistic on the drums, and I'm sitting there like, no way, mm-hmm. no way. Like, okay, we know he writes songs. We know he plays the harmonica. Yeah. We know about the piano. Now you're now you're tapping into drums, rhythm. Mm-hmm. Now you're tapping into like, yo, Stevie really is like. Like the yeah. like the Messiah of like yeah. mu- like this is what music mm-hmm. if a person yeah. if music was a person like the embodiment yeah you know yeah. what I mean and that's how I looked at Stevie in that moment mm-hmm. so listening to listening to these people and finding and finding people you know what I mean like Idris Muhammad mm-hmm. thank you thank you so much yeah, Idris, Muhammad. Idris Muhammad so yeah. Idris Muhammad um, guys like you know like I said Roy Ayers. Uh, Shit, I don't know. Herbie, what's it? Herbie Hancock. Herbie yeah, Hancock. Herbie, yeah. um, even, OG, man. Even listening to Robert Glasper. So if I take it this way, Robert Glasper, uh, RH, the RH Factor. Like, a lot of these people or, or a lot of these groups, like... PJ. PJ Moore. Jesus oh, yeah, Christ, yeah. PJ, PJ Moore, yeah. you know? But, PJ, from, yeah. but from an instrumentation 
you know, standpoint with PJ Morton involved, like listening to some of these songs and then going back to listening to where these songs were sampled and came from, finding all of these samples. Shout out to Air Max if Air Max ever comes in here, but shout out to Air Max. Like when he, like when we do the sample battles, like we, when we were going at our sample battles, like we sat in a room, we were talking to each other. I was like, I said, bro, you better be on your shit. That's right. Because the radio station that I'm on right now, your ass is grass. <laughs> but then outside of me talking shit to him, like mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly listening to music. Shout out to my brother Trav again because we actually, you know, we have our own separate podcast or your playlist curating show that we do is called Riding High 95. That's right. I'm on that yeah, joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, man. yeah. Y'all, y'all said that y'all, he, he coming he, on? He, no, he's on. He's, oh. he, his song is on the oh, playlist. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you got to be on it. I want to say four or five. Yeah, he should, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's either four or five. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I was I listening to that, that joint. Yeah. We was talking about it yes. earlier, that uh, Hiatus Coyote. Hiatus Coyote. Two tracks before mine, boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy. So, put that on, yo. <laughs> yo. So That's even, another group you need to mention, yeah, though, So even with Hiatus Coyote, even with just... Local bands, Anderson Pack. I got to shout out to Anderson Pack because Anderson, I like yo. I like that cat, man. And Tiny Desk. I got to shout out Christian Tiny Scott again because oh, Christian yeah, Scott. Tiny Desk right there. Yeah, yeah man. So Christian, Christian Scott, Tiny. Uh, uh, it's Everybody, so it's, it's so many people. You know what I mean? It's it so many. Lot, like, but bad, you, bad, not since good. You, since you mentioned Tiny Desk, bad, bad, not good. Yes. One of the people I came up with. With here in Baltimore, she did a tiny desk. Moo Moo Fresh, you know Moo Moo Fresh. Yeah, I seen that. I didn't know she was. She was with um. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. She was with the Roots. Yeah, but then she did a separate one. She did. She was. Yeah, yeah. She did. She did a separate one. Tiny desk was fucking. Bald, she man. is amazing. I just you know because they, they pull up. She's I was, amazing. I, yeah, I watched that journey. I'm like, oh, who is this? We came up together in the music. Moo Moo Fresh is amazing. And she got an album that came out a few weeks ago. Check yeah, it out. I don't know that. You know, she, she, the, she, the people's man. She, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, man. We came up. Yeah, man. Boomer Fresh is that, bro. bro. Is that, bro? Let me like, tell you, she, bro. She plays that, no game. She put that in my notes. She sang, yo. Sang. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so she, you know, she, she reminds me a lot of, um, because I love her, uh, Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if Rhapsody could really like sing, sing, sing it'd be Moomoo Fresh. That's Moomoo Fresh, mm-hmm. but Moomoo Fresh is she sing and she rap body shit like she's bro. Body shit. I've known her since she was yeah. maybe eight, nine years old, bro. And she's M U M U, right? Mm-hmm. Move yeah. fresh. Oh, move, move like that. Uh, when she was a little girl, she was killing as a singer. She would come down to Dunbar. Her cousin, um, Omari, he was a rapper as well. Yeah. They would come down to, well, he went to Dunbar. He played trumpet at Dunbar. She would come down and sing with us at Dunbar, man. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, yo, know, check out her album. Yeah. You know, like I say, I'm all about our, our own, man. Yeah. And I want as much shine as I get. I want my people to get that yeah, same. We shine, need that yo. Baltimore tiny desk, yo. We yo, do. real talk, yo. Like that's, that and honestly, I might have to edit that's something that I really want to do. I, yeah, that's why I'm going with this. Yeah. I, I need it. But like the, the, I want the, that. the way we had the Monday nights, but no different than like motherfuckers mm-hmm. on the podcast over there in the corner with the the yeah. backdrop, mm-hmm. like the Baltimore tiny desk series. Yeah. They're really getting the. You yeah. know, put music out there so then we can ship let's that out. It, yes, let's get it happening. It's, bro. it's too easy, yeah. Because we find the artist is done. We actually, the art, hey, I know everybody, bro. Too easy. Yeah, we we did a tiny desk with Ernest Third. So yeah, shout we did out to Ernest one, Third. Yeah. We, we yeah, actually we like placed him, we placed him with a live band. He yeah. did. A, we went to the rehearsal, and then we actually did like the live show mm-hmm. um, leading up to it. Yeah. And shout out to John Noel who opened up. Yeah, for John that Noel. Shout out to John Noel, trombone player. You know, and I call he's a street he's a street performer, but like yo, the brother is bad. You right. know what I mean? Like he really is he's local. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Tell that brother come on out on yeah. Mondays, man. Yeah. I, I, I set him up lovely. Yeah. 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 He, he taught himself the horn. He picked up the that's trombone and taught himself. Off the, of R&B hey, tracks. Good. That's good. That's, and, that's what cats. And my, yo, like Will. Will Spence. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's an air player. He's out of, I play with a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. But Will has one of the best ears yeah. that I know, right? Yo. Come on, man. Will? It's just like, <laughs> like Will and Evo, yeah, people seen so, it. Uh, shout out to Bourbon and Vibes. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, the guy we talking about, Will Spence, you see our page, you see the flyers. Uh-huh. Uh, That's my Will guy. Will plays over top of uh, Kyle DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, Will is oh, so you the DJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I ain't know you was DJing it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I ain't know that. I'm like, I, it, was, I just, it was just a DJ. I ain't know it was Kyle DJ. Yeah, <laughs> It's me. Like, now it's official. Shit, if I'd have known, I'd have did the gig. Shit. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we stand, no, we stand here. No, no, we stand here now. Yo, Baltimore musicians sometimes, and they don't know you. Y'all are tough to get the fucking do gigs. Yo, yo, it is. Yo, you got I respect it because niggas is nice. It's not even nice. It's but, about how much bullshit niggas got to deal because, with in Baltimore, yo. Because I don't, like, I ask everybody, yo, what's your rate? I'm not trying to negotiate. If you tell me your rate, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, that's not my budget. Right. I'm not trying to negotiate with you mm-hmm. because I respect the craft. No, but you should because that, honestly, that's it. I mean, that's it. Because a lot of times, that's the hard part about I'm gonna say from a musician aspect. Everybody got a rate, all right. Over the last few years, my stock has gone up, which means my rate go up. Yeah. But then if I tell a person a rate and it ain't within their budget, you know, I'm willing at t- at times yeah. if it's the gig you want to do to negotiate yeah. it because we are coming out of COVID. Yeah, that's really. I told you I went from six to. Five to six days a week yeah. performing yeah. to two times a month. Well, well take COVID out of it because it's pre-COVID. So I'm not now, even trying. That's a nuance. Pre-COVID, yeah. yo, and pre-COVID, yeah. yo, I, a lot of times you don't want to take any any L's. And, and I'm, yeah. me, for cats like y'all, if you, if I rock with you, I rock with you. I'm willing to work with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're rolling and you got something going. Yeah. I, I'm at the point where I, ain't, I can't be doing a whole bunch of bullshit no more yeah. because I've done a lot of free gigs, but a lot of cats do it. We do a lot of free gigs over the years, and it's part of it. Isn't, yep. I, I did a lot of internships. Right. I did right. a lot of internships before I fucking became the that's manager right. of the fucking accounting department. I did a lot of fucking internships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right, and that's called and what's that called paying dues. Yeah, and after you pay your dues, sometimes you ain't really trying to eat certain shit. <laughs> now, but 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 like you say, you don't want to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, no. Right. Cats still want it. Yeah, a lot of cats want the gig. They still want it, but yeah. sometimes you know when you get that price. If you gotta come down a little bit, sometimes yeah. you got to. Yeah, you know, I you gotta come, come up a little bit. Yeah. I come down a lot, but that's the one thing I had to learn about myself is what I was offering a lot of times. I was shortchanging myself yeah. purely because I'm a player. I'm a play whether you're paying me or not. Yeah, and that's what it boiled down to. Now, if I give me a couple of dollars and play, well. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get this money. Yeah, sometimes you, you know, gonna pay but, for pay for the band and rehearse. It's like yeah. some easy gig. You know, you paying for? I know, I know. Exactly. You paying for us to rehearse? But then okay. it's like you know, <laughs> there are times where, yo, you walk in a place and you see mad people and they in, don't, in and, tuxedos. Come on, yo, you 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 you, 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 pennies, you, you paying me four hundred dollars and it's a hundred dollars a plate. A hundred dollars a plate. It's and it you was fifty dollars to get in and it's fifteen hundred <laughs> people in the seats. I, on, I, I, yo, you know, yo, we're living yo, that, and, and living that's that, uh, bleak life. That's yo, that bleak bro, life. Come on, man. He said, "Yo, y'all charging twenty at the door. Come on, yeah. yo, yeah, yeah, uh, that. three, four drink minimum. Come on, plus twenty five dollars a plate. Fuck and you, you want to pay me a hundred dollars? You mean ain't no money in here? And the line's wrapped around the corner. Yeah. So we nah. can turn the room twice. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, bro. Get it. It's funny and so that's that. why I'm so like, now you say that, right. but that's why I've always had to be. When you the, I was the hitter of my family growing up. Yeah. Nah. 
At Booby. one point, I was called a bully. I've never been a bully. I've never been in a fight in my life for myself. Mm. Ever. I don't have issues, bro. Real fighters don't fight I don't themselves. argue. I don't have really... Don't, if I ever argue, it might be with my lady. I don't argue with anybody else, really. I don't have to. I don't have to argue with anybody, bro. We can talk about it as men, or we can go to the grass. Well, I'm drinking, so I ain't gonna say it like that. That's Booby. Booby. Yo. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is Booby. <laughs> Hello out there in podcast land. Hey, man, that dog, that dog <laughs> liquor, boy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah man. Yeah, but no, I get it. I get it. So, so, but for us, that's why we should rate. That's, all right. That's the, yo, this, this the gig. Oh, we can't do it. No, we, we can't, can't afford you. No, no, no. I, what I what I was and if, to say, and if you this say, what we can do, yeah, is it doable? Right, because that gives cats options. Because if you ever notice, if you hiring cats, a lot of times when you say how much, sometimes it might take a little bit for a cat to get back. Because cats wondering like, damn, what's their budget? I don't want to overprice. I don't want to oversell Oversell. myself. But in the same fact, if I'm playing here, if I ask for that amount, somebody might be looking like, yo, you kind of shortchanged yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's usually that catch. Yeah, so that's how come. I have no problem telling Will, this is my rate here, and... But I'm willing to work with you if you yeah. my people, yo. Yo, and well, I'm willing to work some shit out with you. Yo. And I, I've been, but and honestly, depending on if I, if I go lower than what I usually do, you just can't tell nobody that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was going. That's what I was going next because I understand too. Like, all right, you did us a favor. Yeah. Like even even Bourbon and Vibes, I know Will did us a favor. He he gave me an old poly favor, mm-hmm. a homie from back in the day. I ain't gonna say that shit. That's right, man. Relationship, right, right. He, bro. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I understand too. Sometimes musicians are like, yo, I don't want to do the super favor. Like, I want to do this a cool spot. Mm-hmm. I want to get in with the owner or something, you know. But you tell everybody like, oh, you got you got Clarence there. Yo, how much? Yo, Clarence. Yo, he Clarence gave us a homeboy hookup. He did it. Right. He, he did it for two dollars. Like, uh huh. And that's why I oh, was saying. Oh, you, bet. And everybody if you coming get at the you. Homeboy hookup. I all. I'm I'm a firm believer in yeah. telling cash. Yo, don't tell nobody. Yeah. If, if I took lower than what. I usually yeah, take. that's a fact. Yeah. And don't make, tell nobody. And make sure niggas get I'm drinks look, and food. Because I'm looking out. And that's it. Yo. That's yo. You got to make sure Cash got now it. Now I'm thinking about the first time we actually partnered. Yeah. That's right. Partnered at Montego. That shit was not. And, <laughs> and I remember I was like, yo. <laughs> we got to make sure these niggas is straight at all times, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So I was like, yo, y'all good? And he was like, yeah, I'm straight. And I remember Clash was like, yeah. And hey, y'all want something? I was like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, but, these, niggas, these niggas all look like they drink dark liquor. Yo, <laughs> like, yo, if a musician don't drink dark liquor, I don't trust yeah, them. I, feel I don't yo. trust them. So, I, I, don't so, trust, I trust no. I want no horn player drinking vodka, yo. I went to Clarence. I went to drinking tequila. I said, I said, Clarence, you want something? He was like, uh, uh yeah. I said, I said, man, you, you just drink lighter dog. He was like, ah, I could do dog. I said, all right, let me get him a crown. Have a crown. Have any shit? Mm-hmm. I said, hey man, y'all good? Y'all straight? Shit, I'll take them all. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron was like, uh, yeah. Aaron was I like, uh, yeah. I want a margarita. Headass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he different. That's funny, yeah. He different. Sophisticated. He different. He different. He different. I fuck yeah, with him now. Right. Yeah, that'd be the funny. Squeeze, it's squeeze, Aaron. Yeah, but got that dog, but he got and, that and, blue old margarita. And I was like, you know what? Okay, okay. I said, Jay. Yeah. We in this shit now, bro. We, yo, yeah. but these niggas want so dark liquor. We dark licking it up. Dark licking <laughs> yeah. the margarita. I just know now. When so, we get the band by the bottle. Exactly. So I was like, <laughs> Put the I said, okay. I said, okay. So this is how, in my mind, I was like, okay, so this is how Tara works. Mm-hmm. Boom. So let me make sure that the shit is right. I'm looking at the crowd. They vibing. And I think after like the second drink, 
they started picking up the pace with the with the vibe. Yeah, they, they yeah, picked yeah, up the yeah. pace a little bit. Everybody was jamming. I said, "Yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah these niggas is yeah, dark yeah. liquor induced." Mm-hmm. And, and, hey, it's time. Then the, it's time. I, I want to say it was the drummer. I can't remember. I don't remember but what I was it was one. somebody in the back where all the chords was at, and I had to like yeah. swap out when they took their breaks and played the playlist. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I need more than like." I can guess I'm saying, hey man, yeah, whatever you want, Give brother. You, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you, you yeah. are really bringing my buggers right now. But uh, <laughs> fuck, to make sure this music goes well, I will make sure you get nah, any dog yeah, looking that nah, you nah, need. But shit, shit cool, yeah. but, like but that was like one it. of the beauties of that of that partnership or or that first time because yeah. like we talked about and I think we touched mm-hmm. on a little bit as well, we really made sure that our relationship with you was like very Organic and professional, and it was yeah, done yeah. in levels as mm-hmm. it, as it should have been. So we made sure we stayed consistent on Mondays, even though some you days one of, y'all one of the most consistent cast yeah, yeah, on the yeah. show. Love, we, man, we, and I respect that, and I fucks with y'all for that. Yeah, we yeah. Made, <laughs> we made sure that Monday was like yo that support. Yo, my kids love that support yo. me. Yo, my kids love it. Like I'm bringing them there just to. I'm not trying. To I'm like yo, daddy yeah. like this. Yo, suck it up for two hours. You get some food. Get home. Mm-hmm. Stay on your tablet if you want yeah. to. But they they on their phones, but they listening. Yeah. yeah. And then Jay like, yo, it's Monday, daddy. We going to Tara? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, what's all right, up. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Get your and convince your sister to come. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and that's how she. Yeah. Be, yeah. You know, they want to come out and make it happen. Let them come on out. Did, did, did your kids play it all yet? Nah, nah. nah I haven't pushed wrong, it because mine nah, don't. Yo, my, everybody look at me. Everybody expect never, my kids to be playing. But coming out the womb. I like, never pushed it on them. Me either. Um. I, I keep try it, not I keep to be it Joe funky. Jackson. I keep it funky. I, I wish that down here by myself. They may have seen me play twice mm-hmm. in life. I just not like they got their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly I, I, I never wanted to be that parent. Yeah, because we here, bro. A, 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 you know, I haven't a, a, never reached the accolades as you. I just you know mm-hmm. had the dreams of going to the, the BSO. That was what I wanted to do at okay. one point. Um, so I didn't want to push them to do something that I never even achieved the highest heights of. To be like, yo, this is how you do it. If this is what you wanted to do, all right, I know it. Everybody who you need to be around mm-hmm. to get there. If not, yo, you want to be a surgeon? Hey, we going we we walking that's Johns right. Hopkins. Uh-huh. Yo, you want to be an electrical engineer? Hey, we going to Morgan. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at right now. Want right. to be a surgeon? Want to be an electrical engineer? Fuck it. Yeah, I know. I know how to get you there. Right. I could. So you know. So I, I, just, I, I, I let them. You, man. Yeah. Man, I brought my son a trumpet three, four years ago, mm-hmm. and he begged me for it for about eight months. After he tried playing that joint, he was just like, Dad. That shit hurt. It look a lot easier when you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, but you notice Dad still practice. Yo. I was practicing before you were born. I years know, before you were born. You notice you only met me at 20-something. So, <laughs> you know, like, so yeah, like, I'm already in the game. You met me at 23, yeah. Before you were born, this is all I did. Yeah. Yeah. After you were born, this is still all, all I I'm did, doing. Yeah. So That's in order to be good. Them Jay-Z wearing? Come on. <laughs> you said, no, you got that shit. Come on, bro. You know, so yeah, but he was like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, and my daughter, she wants to noodle here and there. But like I said, I'm just not, I don't want to force them into it. My son actually, last, a year and a half ago, I realized sometimes he was slacking in class. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they always, they, the school know to call daddy quick. Facts. Anything that go wrong, they call Why me. Why do I get all of the bad news? Hey, yeah, hey, is this something in a, like, is it a thing yeah. where like dads like like listen? No, no see, this I, I take age. pride. I no, take no, pride. I take complete pride in it. And this would call. With, come on, bro. Call right. me, and you call me. Mm-hmm. Shit's going to get right. But you know, results is coming. Facts. Results count. Bro, no. I worked in when I got out of college. When when I got out of college and went to work, I was working in mortgage and banking. 
Oh yeah, results only, matter. That's the only thing that matters. Shit, only matter with me. Yo, where, it, where my journal entries at? Yo, you did them or you didn't them? Didn't do them, bro. Okay, I don't care why. And that's the way I started to treat life in general. The only thing that matters to me is the result. You know, I got to Well, when it comes to kids, it's a little different. But with adults, you know, when we all got a job, we got to do our job. And the only thing that matters in the end is the result of each of us doing our part. If we all do our part, we should get to the destination that we all are seeking. If we don't, somebody slack somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out. And let, let's stay on this. And, and when we figuring it out, I'm not trying to accost you necessarily as to no. or scold you. Like, I'm not no. your daddy. It's like, yo, where did the ball drop? All right, right. the ball drop here. Cool. So we can figure out why the did area improvement. All so right. we can get shit rolling again. Did you just fuck up? <laughs> you, you you just tired that day. You was out drinking. All right, cool. we all do it. Yeah. Cool. Don't let that shit happen again. Don't, shit, don't let it happen on my watch. That's it. <laughs> let it happen on, yeah. on they watch. Do you? But <laughs> yeah, or or is it? Do I do I need to retrain you? Mm-hmm. Cool. I had to be retrained before. Yeah. No hard feelings. Just it's nothing. Shit you, know, you just it's a matter of knowing and knowing. Like I say, at the end of every every uh, GI Joe show when they did mm-hmm. that little lesson, they the said, more you know, knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half. And once you know, once you know, that's half the battle. The other half is correcting it. Mm-hmm. That's that it, you know. Yeah. That's what everything for me. As long as I know, I at least know what I need. I can figure out what I need to do to make things better. Mm-hmm. But when you don't, bro, you passing gas in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's like pissing in the ocean, bro. Oh, it means nothing, shit. yo. <laughs> I, I, I like that talk. Though, the pride of, of being the father. You know, they call the father because. Things I love it. Like, I love that's it, man. Real, though. And, they, yeah. my, and my kids know it. I didn't even look at it like that. That's why I'm, I'm pondering on it mm-hmm. at the moment, cause I was, I was like, yo, give me good news. Call me for good news too, cause mm-hmm. I was always been, don't tell me all of this, the this, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, about yo, my child. Cause I, cause I know at the same time, when when you come in the classroom, he open the doors for the girls. You damn you right, know, because I, I that's, respect, yo, that's yeah. what you teach. Him. So right, right. So I, and I know if some, if a kid don't have his lunch, he share a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So. It's, Let's talk about that too. Yeah, right. Expect yeah, we, because we, we people gonna are handle, always we gonna, gonna ha- talk about the negative. We gonna handle right. the negative, but but talk about the good stuff they doing. That as stuff well. matters, yo. Yeah, it's, it's, as it's a manager, balanced. when I had yeah. to go in and talk give people talk. these, when when I had yeah. to talk to folks, I usually led with the positive. I did too. Before I did, too, right. I did the negative, yeah, because genuinely people can't take negative. Everybody yeah. want real until the real is directed towards them. That's real. Me being a real cast. I appreciate straight honesty, yo. Mm-hmm. Tell me what it is, and I know what it is. You're a musician too, because either either you was in key or you not. Proof is in the pudding, man. There right, you right. go. Is it? It's, you it's either there or you ain't. Yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> right, you want to know, like even even you up to snuff or you got yo, you got wish at a little bit. You got to do a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, yo, pick up your skills or something. The one, it, it, that's it, yo. Just it's communication. Let people know what it is. You know, and if it's not right, address it and move on. Mm-hmm. And as a man, that's what a lot of us, I mean, I've learned to do. As a man, be direct. Mm-hmm. Say what it is, get it straight, and move on. That's it, man. That's real. I got, if, if it's too far, let me know. We, we change the topic. No, go ahead, yo. Wherever you at, I'm, I'm with you, bro. How did you know your wife was the one? And, and How? I, and I I knew. Let, me, let me put context. I'm yeah, asking as a single man. Mm-hmm. Let me what, yo? I'm being, nah, I can't nah, be. Honey. I can't be real go with the guy. No, be real, yo. You're gonna hear be why. Oh, You're right, gonna right, hear right. why I said, said that. Yeah, I all right. we didn't plan this then. No, no, no. I'm asking as a single man who mm-hmm. I put on the podcast last year. I want to be at least engaged in two years. So that means for the next year, I want to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you? 
Go ahead. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you know she was the one? Because I'm I'm, I'm asking the OG, like, yo, Um, for for real wisdom. It's hard to say sometimes a lot of that shit because a lot of the shit that we listened to growing up on TVs is bullshit in my eyes, yo. I thought I I had the game, yo. No, That shit was bullshit. In my opinion on life and dealing with women and everything, yo, what I tell any of my youngins, in the end, you have to find somebody <laughs> that the negatives you can deal with as well as the positives. Everybody look at all the positives that we all do, whether you're man or female. Yo, y'all want to be a part of it. I love it. When you are the center of attention with the whole world, everybody want to be a part of it. But they don't think about the negative aspects of a person. We all have character defects, bro. Facts. None of us are perfect, which means that the shit you have to deal with is actually the negative personality traits of a person. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. how you deal with it is different. Everybody deal with shit different. For me, there's certain things that I can deal with, and there's certain things that I won't deal with. Now, with my wife, everything I wanted a woman is there. Yo, she's a tr- real talk. She's a traditional woman with modern aspects. Mm-hmm. She's an alpha, strong-ass woman. That's what she is now. We we could tend to bump heads at times because I'm I'm that dude. I'm an alpha, yo. I'm a man. I run my shit. I, I protect and take care of everything I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I also have a woman who's kind of a little bit on the same thing. Like, yo, I'm, she a boss, too. Mm-hmm. She can handle her own shit. Mm-hmm. She can run her own shit. She don't necessarily need me. She with me because she want me. But that's some shit that I had to realize as well. Yeah. That, you know? With a lot of these women right now With the jobs they have yo, They don't technically need us The only thing that we on At this point I feel especially with women who have Their own money The only thing most dudes can do for them Is what? Protect possibly And sex But then a lot of times They got toys for that Take the sex off the table It's that. It's the protection Yo, that matters But, but, but protection that is, di- matters. Is, 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 is different is in this day It's mental It's all of that, bro It's it's. Yeah, you got the high-powered job But you still need to You still need to you know You still need your man If yo. that dude If that boss say the wrong thing Yo, I turn that shit up Bro Oh, you, you thought wife. it was a company party Yo, bro My wife <laughs> My and family I, And I'll do it in the, the, the professional manner Like, yo, I never talk to my wife like you that You thought it was a company <laughs> Thought it was, yo. Oh, but I always tell you, don't let the smile bro, fool you, bro. I'm dropping fucking forty dollars in a tip jar. <laughs> you see his face? Yeah, I'm gonna be here all night. All night. I'm the husband. <laughs> but even even bro. with the high, I, go back to that yeah. point. But even with the high powered job and things, the protection is knowing that yo, you can quit at any time, and I'm like, I'm, I can handle yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, you making hey, yo. you making five hundred thousand a year, but you can quit at any time and we good. and we still gonna be good. And that's the that's crazy protection. part is that um, with my wife and her job, when she stopped working, well, actually they relocated, and we wanted her to relocate to Richmond, Virginia. Mm. In order for her to relocate to Richmond, Virginia, means I'm leaving Baltimore. It's my city, huh? It's my home. Yeah, I built a lot over the last yeah. six years, yo. And you know what she said. You've built a lot over the last five, six years. We're not leaving. You're not allowed to leave. She's seen it. Yo, my wife's seen my grind. Yo. See, that's but a wife right there. When yo. I came home and I had a little, a couple of dollars in the bank to pay some of the bills, but then you people got to think about that long track of, yo, when I first got off the road with Lettucey after a year and a half, almost two years, 
it took everybody. It took a year before I was regularly on a damn gig circuit again. Really, bro. Six months in, cats wasn't calling me still, but they were like, "Yo, oh my bad, I thought you were still on the road." People uh, were they were they because I respect when, when you when you posting. I'm posting. I'm I'm in this state. I'm in that state. Yo, I'm in Japan. I'm over here. Yeah. Everybody thinking everything is always that. Yo, I'm home right now. When we when we weren't on the gig no more, you seen the I days, need to right? work again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took a year before I can regularly work again. That's wow. Right now, when I say that, cats be looking like for real, yo. This world don't have no love for a lot of us sometimes, you know. But in the end, mm-hmm. I had to keep grinding. What I did when I came off and I didn't, I I could work. I'm a smart motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I have a work background and I have a real resume of a regular work. I haven't had to do it in the last six years. I've been a full-time musician now six years. That's a lot of Awesome. I'm now, well, I've been married with married with now three kids and a dog. And I've oh, been married, able to married. maintain, bro. That's beautiful. Baltimore, of all places, yo. Yo, you, you surpassed every stat ever. Bro, I'm living the American dream, and I had to realize this just last week. I tell my, myself this shit all the time, yo. Everything I wanted as a musician, realistically, I, I almost, almost have it. Mm-hmm. What you missing? The Grammy? It's not that. Yeah. You I mean, what? if I ain't pressed for it, but the only other thing that, I, that, that would possibly benefit me is just, I guess, more worldly accolades, but... I'm more about my people here, yo. But what does that look like? What's the worldly accolade for somebody in China? Bro, say you like the best you said, horn like player in the world, yo. Well, I don't look at the. I don't know. Yeah, no, I it's a real you. question. Real it's question. hard to say because for me, in the end, I'm just playing and expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I just want people to feel me. That's it, bro. What did my Angelou say? She said, uh, "People, they don't remember what you said. They was something about how you feel. You made it in feel. the end, and that's why I started that feel good. Because in the end." That's so when I leave the gig at the end of the night, bro, if I see a dude that's there with a lady, I can real talk be like, you're welcome. You're going to have a good night tonight, bro. Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> yo, that's what I, I aim for. I definitely yo. took a date to a Monday. I definitely on, did a bro. Monday night date. And not to say I I didn't get to your welcome. Yeah, but, welcome but, but, but it was no. marinating. For, there you go. Come on, yo. That's the thing. Because for everything we spoke about earlier... Where you finding that in Baltimore? Like, Nowhere. then the vibe of people, the people that come, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, it's the, it's, it's maybe not the known Baltimore who's who, but they're mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. But it's everyone you need to know. It's yeah, everyone yeah, you want to be around. Boils down that's to, the part. And then um, you said everyone you want to be around. Yeah. And that's what it boils down. I, yeah. Yo, there's a lot of people that want to be in my circle at times, but I'm a closed off type yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about family and the people who are grinding with me. Mm-hmm. If you ain't grinding with me, it's hard for me to have you in my circle. What we doing? What we doing? It. What we here for? Yo, what we gonna talk about? Yo, come on. Outside of that, people always want something from me, and a lot of times they don't. They're not giving. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I spend mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time. Yo, I'm 40 now, bro. I need to start receiving the things that I need for my family. Whatever I need, it ain't about me. Mm-hmm. I got two daughters and a son, a wife and a dog. Blessings. A house a few blocks away. Bless my car, my new truck. Bless six, seven months old. Bless I got Love. bills. Bless which means no matter what, I'm a I'm a always take care of shit. Bless but to your point about you know if you need something, it's for your family. Like everything's about. If the I family, call yeah. Kyle like yo, I need he gonna be like yo, here's more. 
That's what you need in your circle. Yo, and like, that's, I and need. That's exactly. Here is more. Like, yo, I need a bottle of whiskey. Yo, my, yo, here especially from us, bro. Especially from us, bro. I'm gonna tell you one of the issues I've had in general musically is that I feel like a lot of my people didn't support me enough, bro. I could have. We don't matter where I'm at. It could be. I've had many a situation where it was totally sold out, and it was black folk, and I don't make no money. I could have it a quarter filled with all white folk, and I make hella money. That's, I understand that. I don't like that shit. I understand that, yo. I give a lot to my people, yo. I understand And when that, you man. give a lot to people, yo, I what I want that, is bigger than me. And then everything I want is bigger than me, yo. So even to the point, like even to the point of when you started recording the album, mm-hmm. the recording album, he was he was posting out his, he was posting out like, yo, we about to record the album, but it was funding for the album. Yo, I shot $20. Mm-hmm. I shot $20 mm-hmm. through it. And I was just like, yo, because at the end of the day, it's not even about yo. It's, it's a black. It's Bro, a black guy. But for it, me, it was just that's like, part of it. For that's me. the thought. That was that part came, of it for yo, me though. The thought matters more than anything because there's a lot of shit that we all go through. Yeah. And if you take that time to, for some people might look at yo, it was just twenty for me. Yo, we it all was got twenty dollars that I ain't got motherfucking to kick out of mine. That a, a cat sold out, out of my son. You no. sold the seed into me and what I'm yeah. doing. So you it know? was like I've I've invested my. I'm gonna say life. I've invested yeah. my life, my 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 love for music, my passion for music into Clarence and that feel good. But more or less Clarence because I don't the only other rapport I have is with Aaron. I don't know everybody else. Rufus right. a little bit too, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Rufus, yeah. Yeah, Rufus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rufus, yeah. Rufus OG, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I, right. That's I, my OG. I, and really. when I met when I met Rufus, I met Rufus at the uh when we bartended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that gig. in mind. You know what's funny? You were supposed yo, to be on that gig. Yo, what's funny yeah, is that you today, could, that is crazy. when I told Ern that I was going to be here with y'all, that's when he told me he met y'all at, on a bartend. I'm like, when well, I yeah. bartend? Yo. So we, we hustle. When you talk about yeah. people, yeah. <laughs> yo, we, so we about, get it bro. in, yo. We, <laughs> so you see the fly? It's like Aaron. We get it in, was actually with BJ. Yeah, because BJ was That's my nigga. That's what we met him at that gig. We bartended. That's the world is. So we met BJ, and I met BJ. In the yeah. same way nigga, when I saw always you. wearing a hat. Yo, Ooh. BJ. <laughs> BJ wasn't wearing no hat. He had his fro. No, he had he had on the fedora joint. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 one time, yeah, yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, but even still, like, same thing when I met BJ. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to chill on this one because I'm going to just enjoy the vibes. I'm not yeah. even finna, like, do nothing. But then he came back another time, and I said, nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's my dude. Talking to BJ, and I was like, yo, BJ actually... BJ playing, yo. Well connected. And then oh, I yeah. started talking to him. Yeah. Then once the cool, same shit. thing how I did with you. Uh-huh. So the one thing, I infiltrated the system, yeah, no brother. <laughs> yeah. system. system. So I started talking. I said, bro, like, what do you do? Like, we, we started rapping. Then I started seeing BJ do different events. And I met BJ. And then mm-hmm. once I actually sat in the car, BJ, no bullshit, got in my car. He said, bro, I got some joints. I'm about to drop. Mm-hmm. My album dropped. Yeah, last year. Was nah, last year? his first one. His the fir- oh, okay, fourteen. No. Yo, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember oh, that album. Back then. It's it's, oh, oh, it's oh. like floral pattern uh-huh. type, type Adam. So yeah, he, yeah. So he said, "Bro, this is what I'm about to drop." I said, "Get the fuck out of here." So he said, "Yo, let's go to your car real quick." He sat in my car, played his album for me. Oh shit! I said, "BJ, you're lying, bro. This is not yeah. like you're really about to." He was like, "Bro, I'm about to drop this." He was like, "Hold up, hold up." He started changing the audio settings in my car. Yeah, <laughs> to, to like, make it sound right. Sound, huh? So he said, That's real. He I said, said, I like that. He shit, said, yo. keep it right here. He said, now listen. 
Yo, we sat in the car for 45 minutes. And I said, yo, thank you so fucking much. And like two weeks later, his album dropped. And I said, yo, BJ, I can't even begin to thank you for what you just did. And then um, his drummer, Tyler. Tyler Lee. That's my guy. Yo. Tyler is Tyler is... What gig was it? We met him at a, What gig we meet him so at? Yo? It's, it's ca- same oh, gig. Oh, the same. Yeah, he same was the drummer. Gig with BJ, the but drummer. then again, <laughs> he played with my cousin Kayla he Waters. Went to, and he went to okay. NC State. Yeah. yeah so you yeah, know yeah. Kim. Yeah. You know Kim Waters. Mm-hmm. So that's my cousin. So he For played. Real? Yeah. Like, Bro, like blood. Let me tell you, when I was a young boy at Dunbar, yo, we used to. Everybody loved Streetwise. We used to play <laughs> Streetwise. Hidden Beach. Hidden Beach. Streetwise. Everybody loved that shit. Right. We used to solo over that shit. I remember opening for Kim Waters oh, shit. with the Dunbar Band. Back in the day, they used to, you know, um, Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. The Years ago, used to be the shit. Was 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 our U Street? Was our DC? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, they used to do, um, well, the shows. I can't remember the exact name of the shows, but yeah, we used to open for Kim Waters and Kim. I've never. I'm be real. I'm be. I done had my dark soul. You gonna get the realest nigga tonight. Yeah. I've always hated. I know. Smooth jazz. I know. At least as a saxophone. Niggas don't. Yeah. Dave Cos, Kenny G, hate them niggas. Yeah, but I'm gonna be real with you. There's a couple of them cats that I do dig. Grover, I like Grover. Yo, Grover is my favorite sax player. Yo, I like Grover. But Grover, um, he made money. Yo, he got some joints though. Yo, he, I, I always, he got some joints end, though. I yo. respect the cats who you don't love Mr. Do Magic. Straight ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah. I rock with those. All right, yeah. all right, yeah, all right. I just respect the cats that do both, <laughs> and that's all. You okay, know, all right. as a musician, you gotta. I just want, I like bro. I respect the well-rounded cat. That's the reason I work. I do everything, bro. I will play a bluegrass gig. I want to see that shit. That should be it, bro. I do it all, bro. Yo, let me tell you something. When you got a wife and kids, that look at you like you, that look at me like they do, like like they they have expectations, yo. Like they, like you got, yo, bro, yo. I have to fucking deliver. Can I get some father talk, (laughs) yo? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yo. The way my daughter waits for me to open the car door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. But because the way, I, like, yo, daddy, you took too long. You right, baby. I'm going I'm to go. Because yeah. that's the energy, yo. The uh-huh. way she waits for me to open the house. Like, yo, I don't, <laughs> touch, I don't touch doors. And the hip part is, I don't touch ain't doors. no little nigga ever going to treat her no other kind of way. He not allowed worse to. Worse exactly. Yeah. Because she already know the way she's supposed to be carried. When she when she say she hungry, she get with it. She, oh, she, I, I want pasta. Who? What's the best pasta restaurant in town? <laughs> Google that shit. That's what we doing. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, that's the funny part. You say all that because a lot of times me and my wife go at it about my, my daughter a lot because my daughter think I'm a superstar and I'm and to me I look at me as the regular. I'm a regular Joe that's trying to make it for his family. Yeah. You know, we walk through the, the market and I'm stopped every few minutes. It'd be like, damn. But it's okay. I mean, it's actually, it's a good feeling because, you know, people yeah. showing love, yo. Mm-hmm. This lady walked up to me with me, my wife, and my daughter was like, oh, my gosh, your husband is so great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know this lady. Who is this lady? <laughs> baby, I'm I like, swear, I didn't. Baby, I swear to God. Yo, I ain't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I didn't do it. And then she was like, hey, he's there. And she said all this stuff before she said yeah. Monday night. And I'm like. Yeah, good. Finally, you got to the point because I don't even remember seeing this lady. You know, yeah, yeah. 
That's real. <laughs> so, so funny, man. On a on a conclusion though, yeah, yeah man, man, go ahead. Yeah, we can go. We can go all night, bro. Nah, I know we could. We we definitely could. Yeah. yeah. But on a, on a conclusion though, man, I just I just I want to give you your flowers and and, and all right, yeah. Joe. I would say I want to give you your trouble clefts now. There we go. Pour up on it. Pour up on the yeah. flowers, Joe. We gonna talk. I wanna, but I'm gonna, right. the, I'm gonna ask the question. I think we get an interesting uh, perspective. Go ahead. Hey, I want to thank y'all early, man. Yeah. I appreciate this moment purely because. I don't do this much. I know, no, no, yo, I'm, I'm gonna charge this like forever, yo. Yeah. Have thank you? Been, have you been? To, I know you. You in DC all the time. Have you been to the African American Museum of History? And Actually, Culture? I haven't been there yet. My yeah. wife and kids went okay. when I had a gig, and um, now, I haven't been there yet. I've been working. Oh, on, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm lying. I'm wrong. I don't like to lie, you especially in there? public. Yes. All right, all right. I you, performed right, in the right. building, <laughs> but I didn't go yeah, there to actually partake. All, all, all <laughs> like, oh, what? Man, we finished this shit? All right. Yeah, I, gave it, I gave it the No, no, that's good. My I man. I got another one, yeah. He's my guy. He, he deserve it. No, exactly. Love no, you guys, man. Why this is important to me, yo, like, I'll be on my I'll be on my whiskey bourbon shit. Like, yeah. Like, this is like, you cannot find this. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of my homeboys was like, yo, I'm getting, I got one. I was I need to get rid of it. My girl said I got too many. Ah. I got one. Then yeah. I was randomly in a bar, um, a liquor store, and they had one. And the guy I asked about, it, he was like, "Oh, you know what you're talking about." Yeah. And we got in a good conversation, so that's he became a plug. Like, so I just be I be ODing on my whiskey shit. But the hey, question, man. I feel you. But the, the the question really uh, is, so you imagine you coming out of the gig at the African American Museum, mm-hmm. History and Culture. Um, it's very interesting too because a lot of our guests haven't been there. Um, I, oh, what I was going with it. I know I'm rambling. I was I've been working on a a group tour there mm-hmm. because I'm realizing a lot of people have been there, but a lot of people haven't. Because it's a lot you, of people haven't. You yep. got to get there. If you you had got to get early there. on. You had to schedule time to you get there. You still do. Yeah. Oh, well, p- post COVID now, you still mm-hmm. do. Um, so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm working on trying to get you know a group trip for everybody. Like, yo, if you ain't been there, yo, we got 100 tickets reserved. You know, DM or something. Mm-hmm. Everybody can meet up and go because I think it's important. Um, no, it is, bro. Setting the scene, so you leaving the gig, you you perform there. So somebody was like, "Oh, Clarence, yo, that feel good Monday nights, yo, we need you to do the post uh the post performance interview." So they grab you, mm-hmm. they bring you to the podium. It's the cameras, but it's outside. It's on the National Mall. So you're like, "All right, cool. I don't, let me, what am I talking about?" They was like, "Just talk to the people." So you look at the people. So he's like, "Oh, snap! There's a lot of people out here." Yeah, it's a lot of black people out here. National Mall, yeah. It's a lot of black men. You look, it's a sea of black men. Mm-hmm. You at the real brother much. It's a million black men. You can ask a million black men one question, and they'll each answer you. Their own unique perspectives. What do you ask? That's a really good question. I think it's different. It from is. From a brother versus, you know. What would I ask a million black men? Mm-hmm. To hear each of their responses. To hear that each response, mm-hmm. and for me, if I get a response, I need honesty. Yeah, so you can get. I'm an honest cat. You can get in a million. Which means when I, sp- if you speak to me, be real, because mm-hmm. if it ain't, you know, the way I carry fake cats is a little mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. In the end, I just want to know what you're doing for your people, yo. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for your community, mm-hmm. and what are you doing for your family? Whatever you're doing, if it's benefiting your community, your family, your people. You're in the right direction. I don't know what's completely right in this world. I just know that in the end, we as people, we need more. Mm-hmm. And in order to get more, I need to go harder in what I'm doing. Real. Y'all need to go harder in what you're doing. Super because fast. right now, we all out here in the public eye. Yeah. Everybody looking. 
That's real life. And with that, there's expectations a lot of times that honestly, that's something that I, I really didn't really look at. I don't owe nobody shit. That's the way I always look at it. I ain't got to act no way for these people. I ain't got to do nothing. My whole thing is for my family. Nah, I got to, when I stop and thought about it, there's a way I need to always carry myself. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, I'm a representation of Baltimore. Facts. I'm a representation of Dunbar High School. I'm a representation of Charles Fun. I'm a representation of my wife. Mm. I'm a representation of my kids. My kids look up to me like I'm a god, bro. Superhero to them now. Oh, yeah. And in the end, it's just when you got those expectations. Yo, I'm going to be real. Since I was 15, I've always had nothing but expectations. I was looked at as one of the best players at my school since then. Mm. From then on, there's people that always looked at me a certain way. And no matter what, when I play, I'm always live. People get the good and the bad, bro. If I'm having a good day, you get it. If I'm having a bad day, you get it. Shit. And it's fucking hard to be that vulnerable all the time. Every day. Bro, every time I went perform, I usually go live. Well, as long as that wherever I'm playing, it's not a ticket that they paying for that you gotta pay at the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm live. <clears throat> and a lot of people can't do that because you got to be consistent all the time, bro. Gotta be on point. Consistency every time, bro. is the key in life a lot of times, but it's hard. I've been doing this session five years straight outside the outside of the the uh, last year. That's what being a man is, y'all. Not to that's cut you exactly off, brother. It. That's it. When, Consistency when we, when, yeah. and being a man and, and being about your word, making shit happen. That's bro. when we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, women got every every all of these other things, but not that women are consistent. I'm not saying that. I'm saying mm-hmm. for men, manhood is consistency. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say you're gonna do, you're gonna do whatever you're supposed to bring. You At gotta, least we need to. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people in this world that don't, that ain't like that yeah. because it's gener- the way generations are, bro. The way I was taught is different from the way a lot of people taught. The way I was taught is the way I treat my, I teach my kids now. Mm-hmm. I feel that's more the right way. There's a lot of po- yo respect for elders. That's something that is that's a g- just generation not getting it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't get it, bro. These people. Elders have been on a, You lived 80 years It's wisdom The goal Wisdom The goal the life is to live 80 live, years Come years on to, to be wheeled around That's the, the only goal. way To get there Is to live I know we wrapping up Kyle And we, we going a little Yeah more yeah out. yeah It's all good oh, we, uh, It's all good Because uh, but my, my mom is in a hospital right now um, So that's why I have seven ways She called to be, You in a hospital so no Yeah <laughs> Um. Sorry but, but the blessing is and I had to sit back. Yo, I'm able to take care of her. That's like yeah. the, that's that's an honor. Yeah. And I'm teaching the kids like, yo, it's an honor to be able to take care of my mom. It's an honor to pick mm-hmm. go to the store, pick out flowers, and change the flowers in the hospital room. Mm-hmm. That's an honor. Yeah. It's an honor when mom I'm home to change the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. Help we get to the bathroom. It was yeah, man. It's an honor. It's a one, privilege. Bro. Yeah. I feel you, man. Yeah, it's tough. It's boring. It's not fun. It's not. But but it's the honor. That's your mom, yeah. Yo, it's yeah, yo, it's my mom. It was your grandmother mm-hmm. to the eldest, like. But I saw my father do it for my grandmother, bro. So, I, so I ha- it's a conversation I'm having with my father. Like, my father's like, "You doing a good job." I'm like, "Yo, pop, I said you do it. I don't know no other way. No, no other way. That's yeah. I was taught to do that. You just what you showed. You ain't me. had to say it. You showed me. That's that. That's the pudding. That's the proof. Uh. When you show a cat, let me tell you. When Jen, you brought that up, the one thing that I live, I remember. A lot of my life through high school, growing into a man, was built through Charles Vaughn. Mm-hmm. All right. His wife, 
Christian mom, Christian Kyle's mom. You know, she she I think if I'm not mistaken, she died from cancer or something like that. During that time, yo, when I was at Dunbar, bro, we rehearsed every day after school. Mr. Fun was divorced from his wife. She divorced him years prior. When she was dying, all of our rehearsals stopped, bro. We went from the time that I met this guy at 15 up until over that two, three-year process, we never missed a rehearsal Monday through Friday. Mm. When she was going through her issues health-wise, every rehearsal every week was canceled because he had to be there for the lady that, in a lot of ways, the way I looked at it was a lady that left him. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, like, yo. The lady he loved. Yo, that's what it boiled down to, the lady he loved. And he said, one thing that always stuck to me, and this he said this when I was 15, 16. When she was going through, she was in hospice and all that, he was there every day. He said, "I this is my, my kid's mom. That's, I got to show too. them the way they need to treat you know, whoever they deal with. That's, that's real, too. That's real. And, and <coughs> while, like, your Mother's Day, yo, yo, no, we get mommy a gift. Yeah. We're not together, no, but this is what yeah. we do. So you need to see that. You need to see so it. The first this. time I ever seen him cry was at her funeral. Shit. The first time I ever seen him cry was at her funeral. And that was his ex-wife. She left him. I've talked, I mean, when I was young, as a man, he talked to me as a man. And I valued that because of the man talk that I got from him, I didn't really a lot of times get from my father because he, my father wasn't really there like that. Mm-hmm. When my mother called and said, yo, he fucked up, you need to show up, yeah, he be there. If, That's my fucking fear, yo. Bro, I feel you. But I'm, it shouldn't be because you already there. You handling your right, business, right, yo. Right, right, In the right. end, Respect. you got your kids, take care of them. They're yeah. going to love you no matter what, yo. Um, to an extent, but I mean, I ain't gonna we, say it's to an extent. In the end, we understand that, yeah. yeah, you know, love your kids, man. Love matters. I'm a cancer, you know, so I'm an emotional, motherfucker. Yeah, right. That shit, that love matters, bro. <clears throat> That's real good. Especially yeah. to a kid. <laughs> what, nigga? Especially to you a good, kid. yo? Especially to a kid. Especially to a kid, bro. That shit, that shit, yo, no shit matter what, is when you sit there and look, how old are your kids? 12 and 13. I got a 15, 10, and now eight months. Right. And when I look at the uh, the way that they are. A COVID baby? Yeah, man. <laughs> damn right. I couldn't Shit play. Not you Yo, damn bro, right. I couldn't play in COVID, but I was stroking. <laughs> I mean, stroking. <laughs> My name Clarence. I'm going to get these stroking. emotions out one way or another. <laughs> these motherfuckers is coming out. <laughs> Whether through my kids, <laughs> oh, 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 but somebody getting this work. <laughs> somebody getting this motherfucker work. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. It's in the end, it's the greatest feeling, bro. In general, you know, you how many? You said how many kids? Two. You have? Two. two. Yeah. Two girls. Two girls too. Thirteen nine. Damn, I ain't 13, know 10. 13, 10. 13, 10. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I always listen. 13, 10. That's what's up, yo. Yeah, we I'm happy day, for y'all, yeah. man. Nah, happy for you too, brother. That's what's up, yo. Black fathers matter. Damn right, yo. We all matter, yo. But, yo, we have to start realizing that we matter a lot, yo. And it's funny. The things that females are taught, we not taught, yo. Yeah. And it's crazy because now when we get into this parenting conversation, that the pedestals and things. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching my son, like, no, you matter too. Bro. 
Yes. But I'm teaching my daughter you on a pedestal. And yo, yeah, you right. Yo, but, you got to be carried a certain way. Yeah. But in the same fact, yo. But, but and that's but let, that's the let, hard me, part. let me put the nuance on that I had to give her. She because she be we having real conversations about love and things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the advice I'm giving you about boys now is going to be different than I give you when you're in high school. And it's going to be different than I give you your freshman year in high school, in college. Yeah. And it's going to be different than once you graduate and you 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 in your career and doing things. Because at different times, the expectation you should have different expectations of men. Mm-hmm. I can't give you the twenty-eight year old expectation now because the men don't make the money that the twenty-eight. You right, right, and they may not make it. You know, but I, I need to give you the tools to be able to decipher who she, who you should introduce to your father. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. That's that's what I'm. Because every dude don't should meet your daddy. Right, and and then then the knowledge to know if you can, or the wisdom if you can't introduce him to me, you don't feel comfortable. He, sh- he shouldn't he feel comfortable. Shouldn't he shouldn't feel comfortable name. anyway. He shouldn't yeah. be with yeah, you. Yeah, he shouldn't feel. You know, <laughs> if so, you can't bring him to your daddy, yeah, and and, I, and it's gonna be something I ain't gonna be. I, I we no. I've been there. I've been I've been that guy. So I understand that. But no, I feel to give give at least feeling comfortable. I gave you the tools. Yeah, that's to, all to, we can do, yeah. yo, as fathers and parents in general, is do our best to give the tools that we feel is best. We've experienced it. Yeah, our experiences are different from our parents, yo. That's right. With generation. With the generations, this is what it is, mm-hmm. and all we can do is give them the best advice that we can. Dude. And but they got to give their the own niche and, and mm-hmm. make sure they and make sure they keep their individuality. Oh, exactly. Because because exactly. I because I mean now as parents, you know, like the 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 upbringing that we had, you know, what I mean, it's different. We I can't I can't carry everything over. Yeah. I can't, bro. I got my ass whooped. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the capital but. H. <laughs> what? Yeah. The Steve Harvey? But. Yeah. You know, what? With you. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm the disciplinary. Yeah. But I'm the biggest lover, too, yo. But you probably disciplined much different, as, too. Yo, I do. No, yeah, well, now I do. Early on, sometime with my son, yo, yo my son was a piece of work. Mm. I got to get in his ass sometime. Yeah, of course. But when it comes to love, nobody loves more than me, bro. Ooh. The love yeah. that I have, it's different. Yo, but daddy's love. People always anymore. talk about women's love, yo. The woman's you love is good, yo. But the, when you got the protection of a nigga like me, Facts. when my kids look at me, talk that bro. Shit. Let me tell you, we've been living around here ten years. Mm-hmm. My my son got jumped once. Mm-hmm. I was ready to fuck these little niggas up that put their hands on my son. Yeah. Yo. The only reason I didn't because I didn't want to go to jail, and he told me to chill. Mm-hmm. I love my kids, yo. Which means. Mm-hmm. Everybody is fair game. And, and facts. When Everybody. Yeah, Everybody. There is no age limit on what you do to my child. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a rat. Even fans in the That's a rat. Bro. Yo. I don't play that. I'm a, I'm a, any, any, yo, let's, my let's, life, let me talk to that. as let's, a life in general, I'm a protector. I grew up as a protector. I was a protector of my family when I was young. And when I create my own, I'm the ultimate protector, which means no matter what, my family have to be good. Mm-hmm. The only reason that they would not be good is because I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And then even then, my wife, she a boss, yo. It's one of the greatest things to be to, to do is to get somebody that can protect just like you remotely. You know, she can't do me, but, yo. You feel comfortable with her protection. I feel more if than I'm, comfortable if, if with my dead, wife handling shit because yeah, she know. she a boss herself. She, she yeah. understands. She'll fold a nigga just like she, I fold. Well, she ain't me, but, you know what She's going to subdue him until I get there. Bro. <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah. That's it, yo. She ain't no punk ass. She an alpha. I mean, yo, over the years, alpha women have got a bad rap, but in the same fact, I like the shit. I, I, yo, yo, I need a woman sometimes to tell me, that. like, nigga, you, 
you fucking up. You need to get on your shit. And that's what some, every once in a while. I need that. Every once in a while, I, I slack because I'm not perfect. Yeah. But be man I enough to, to take that. I need and, to get on and I that's need to get on When she come like, to a nigga and be like, yo, yo, exactly. no, no. Uh, it's what it is. Be, be man enough, be man enough to take that. But be man yeah. enough to take that, and that's, though. It's, 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 that's called constructive she, criticism. She not saying it in a motherly role. She's nope. like, I still but, love but, you. I'm still nope. fuck you tonight. But, but, man, you get, I'm still fuck you tonight, you but you, in you the you end, Everybody always got to remember, when you marry, everything you do benefits her. Yes. Everything you fuck up, fuck fucks up. her up. Yeah. And she like, yo, I'm following you, yo, but you fucking up. There you go. And if you fuck up, I got to follow you into this fuck up. Into this fuck up, which means we fuck. You know, no. Fucked it to the up. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, like, be man enough to take that. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Because at yeah. the end of the day, if there's a woman who was really mm-hmm. rocking with you from the ups and downs, like mm-hmm. like we say, get, now that's the woman you want to be with. Yeah, get, you don't want a person that, that's as, always as only say, on. Like, you know what I mean? When you on. Yeah, nah, like, nah, get you a woman that's really, like, able to sift through your flaws and sift through and really encourage you like a woman that's able to encourage you like yo black women are some of the most down like but when i say underrated people on earth but they're underrated in a lot of areas and the thing is like a a lot of these a lot of these black women that carry these old school values man we have to protect them you damn there are exactly there are women jay in our circle Mm. who like when I tell you like they carry our values as a man, they carry our they carry our values as a man. Like we gotta uh-huh. protect them. There are women who are in this generation who still want to have those values, but they mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. have been misled. And once you Bro. lead them back to where they where they need to belong, Bro. we're they're good. They're good. Great and, wifey and, material. And don't but and, they need the guidance. And don't and, and then once you bring them back to the side, don't. Don't make them feel guilty for you. Don't make them, don't hold that over their head because oh, you right. brought them back. And I'm not even yeah. saying as a yeah. man, no. I'm just saying, as period. Per- as period. people. Yo, you don't want to hold nothing over people. Don't, head. don't ever It's do called that. growth. Exactly. Right. We all grow. It's what you're here for. You, you are literally <laughs> here to grow. You're literally a seed on the earth uh-huh. to grow. Yep, I was Yo. here. Now I'm here. Don't yeah. talk shit about me when I was here. Look where I'm at, motherfucker. No, no. These, 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 <laughs> these black women fertilize me. Shit. No, like these black women that that are in our generation right now no. are so great and valuable that we really, they, they don't they, really get a lot of shine because of the bullshit that they have to sift through. Yeah, they yeah. have to sift through a lot. And, they have and to sift through. We, we got whole. Uh, it, we got to hold some niggas accountable. Well, no, we definitely got to hold hella niggas accountable. And I'm that guy as well. I got to be held accountable. And I'm like, yo, all right, I got to nah, get on facts. my game because. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, bro. If, if, no. <laughs> I, 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 I like that fact, yo. I like that fact. No, we not Fox News, yo. We not. No, but it, but how I say it's like, yo, I'm a I'm a young brother trying to get married. Uh-huh. What's, the, what's the wisdom, right? But but if I'm gonna put that out there and I put it out there to the world so I can be held accountable, I gotta be I gotta be like, yo, if you trying to get married, yo, what you what you doing? To, what you doing to get there? Not yeah, yeah. If, if it's mean, dope, if it's dope women there. And you saying you want a dope no, woman? There's dope women everywhere. What you gonna do about but it? You just gotta find the one that's gonna what be you gonna first. Do about it? Dude, in my opinion, it's always about what's beneficial for us all. Yeah. You know, she got to compliment him, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But in the end, mm-hmm. yeah, you got. Like I said, her. you have to be able to deal with the negatives of a person, bro. That matters a lot. Yeah, that's the, everybody. That's the own, yo, everybody get when you get in relationships. All we think about is the good shit about people, yo. Oh man, that must was. Uh, oh man, she go. fat. 
oh, the, the chick might think the dick big or dick fuck. Yo, but what happens after that? Can What's I, the substance in there, yo? Can Nothing. I fall in love with your flaws? That's, that's it. That's that's that that. And in the end, that's the, my that's wife's show, flaws is can what I, I can I can deal flaws. with. In the end, I could deal with her flaws. Mm-hmm. It's more positive than flaws. Facts. But, then, but then a lot of people don't look at everything else that goes with it. We all have them. Character defects is what I call them. Mm-hmm. You know, we all got character defects, and, and it, people have to learn to deal with those. If you can't deal with those, ain't no fucking marriage lasting. No, no amount of time. You, yeah, you, you, everybody. It's a fad. You seem like everybody get married, mm-hmm. and then everybody get, and then somebody get divorced in the next two, three years. Two, three years ain't enough to even really know. A, Bro, oh, we constantly growing in this we relationship. We changing. I'm trying Bro, to figure out me so I can tell you every who I, four my years. Me. Every oh, four years we grow. Oh, yeah, we constantly right. changing. Every four Bro. years we change. I promise Bro. you we do. I, and, and that and that sounds about me, right because add, my wife, the woman she was beforehand, she was great beforehand, but she's even better now because I mean, people might not like what I say this, but Kevin Samuels always says black people need counseling. I'm a type of nigga that I don't, I don't believe in talking to a whole lot of other people about my shit because if you ain't been through it, you can't tell me shit. Now, if you have, then you can't. Mm-hmm. But, yo, people need counseling. People need people to talk to yeah. and bounce things off to get mm-hmm. other uh, options in. Yeah, you got to get that shit out. Yo, you got to, bro. Because if you don't, sometimes, yo, we can get caught in our own heads. I'm yeah. a cat. Yo, yeah, I'm a thinker. Yo, I know. And I can, my mind can roll and come up with all sorts of shit, yo, but yo, we have to talk to people with, that are skilled in certain things to get a little better. And my wife, at one point, she started, you know, taking some, getting, you know, talking to somebody about shit, which squared away different <clears throat> aspects of her life, which made everything better for me and my family. Mm-hmm. She made the most money at a point. Mm-hmm. Life wasn't good at that point. Shit. My, since my wife has been off work, our life, bro, is amazing. You said it, bro. It's an, let me, yo, bro. It's been my my life has been good with her. I mean, it's always I mean, life is life. But love, yo, since she's been off work, bro, I've had a housewife and everything else that come along with it. The and food I, better. I, I mean, when you get a when you get a lady, the sink shine. Let me a tell you, let me be real with you. When you get a lady, yes, sir. My wife could already cook, but. The way that you eat your food is different from what another dude, the way he likes his shit season. Yeah. You got to groom that shit, yo. Ah. Oh, that shit matters, bro. You get, Once does. you get your lady, yo, you got, she got to learn the way like you garlic. like it. I like a lot of garlic. Bro, yeah. that's where I'm at, yo. Yeah, I, like I feel you. I don't like too much salt, but garlic is that's something that I really dig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's real shit, though. That's what it is, bro. And, but, the, but, but that's all the, garlic. But that be the yeah. little things that yeah. add up because over time, that's the same motherfucker. If you marry her, she's going to be cooking for you forever. Right. If she never takes heeds. And she heeds, remember that shit, though. Yo, but if she never take heeds to what you need and what you like, bro. Let me ask you this, Waste then. the time we, and we money. On this marriage Look at Dre. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It could have been more, though. Yeah, he it got off good. He, he got, got off He got off, good, got off on the interest of what he yeah. made. <laughs> what he got in real. the bank, yeah. If I'm a rich nigga and I've been with a chick 20 years. He knew. You already know what time it is. That's what you got lawyers for. To fight yeah. that shit up. So real quick. Yeah. Let's right. do this. End it. Let's end this one. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> nah, 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 real quick. And I, keep it going. I, yeah. had, to yeah, snap, yeah. I had to snap out of it real quick. <laughs> right. I was about to be invested Yo, I'll too. I'm right. lit over here. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Let's end this one. All right. Mm-hmm. And keep. All right. Let's and start let's, another. Let's one. play a little bit so they can hear. Oh yeah, yeah, right. We gotta let them hear. All right. And then we come back. Okay. Yeah. We not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So we're going to end it. We're going to end for the audio. Hold on. Yeah. Before, before we end this one, I want to give a super fucking like. Shit. Yeah, I got to. So, bro, I, let me first start off. I thank you guys, man. Nah, yeah, yeah. From the yo. time I met y'all a few years ago, yo, I've always rocked with yo. y'all niggas, man. And it, it's amazing. The energy yo. that you all have. And, I mean, yo, I don't, I like people, but I don't really fuck with everybody. I get it. I get respect. I fucks with y'all, yo. I appreciate yo, we it, neighbors, yo. I ain't no, yo, yo, you ain't need no, yo, but it's always pull felt like, yo, fuck up. you ain't said nothing but a word. Yo, I can walk home. I walk my dog by here. Yo, Every n- other nigga day, hit bro. my phone. He like, yo, yo, we drinking on the. Yo, let's go, yo. yo, yo, yeah, man. We gotta get y'all some married ladies so we can all really do it, though. Hey, yeah, hey, I know, I know. <laughs> you, you gotta hang with married couples. I get it. I oh, know. Man, I can hang with what I want, bro. <laughs> See, that's the good part about having a wife who understands it. Know yeah. you. you. No matter what, yo, I'm coming. I come home. Yeah. No, no. You, it don't matter what. Let's I talk about that on the after hours. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. No, no, yeah, because I, I know I can see it. You can see that shit. Like, yo, this, right. this a real nigga. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but you had to, you had to see. Yeah, 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 I did. I got. I got. I yeah, got. No, yeah, go I got to give this somber moment. I had to get no, this right the way. But right. at the end of the day, <laughs> not nah, for real. Uh, so we unfortunately uh, we we have a friend who gained her wings and wow. yeah, it it's it's been a. It's been tough. She was, a, she was a super dope woman. When know? I say the super embodiment of woman, woman, yeah. woman empowerment and just positivity and goofy, silly, smart, intelligent, and very integral in the beginning of our podcast, giving us game yeah. on how to market and and, like and, she was and really just woman. in tune with life. Damn. With with when I and when I say like live your life as as if there's no tomorrow, mm-hmm. like she she gave you that so. To my to my friend, to mm-hmm. my to my queen, to my love, like Caitlyn, that this this was a tough one. She lost her. She she fought the good fight, but yeah. you know, it's unfortunately, cancer, right? yeah, to uh, ovarian cancer. So um, September is the month. Yeah. That, so it's, it's, it's all right, but you, it's green is cool. Green is all close right, enough. Right, right. So uh, September, um, you know, make sure everybody's rocking the teal. Yeah. Uh, in remembrance of we're gonna do something for that. Yeah, we're gonna do something. But in remembrance of Caitlin, man, Caitlin Davis, like we love you. Uh shout out to your organization, Women's Empowerment Group, and and we just we, we praise your name. We mm. thank you. I thank you I personally shake. for meeting you, you know, almost what, fifteen years ago and mm. just developing a friendship, developing a partnership and just you know, just listening to your words and just like she was really out there, really empowering young girls, doing the breakfasts, doing the uh, mentoring, yeah. doing the summer camps. Yeah, the name sound familiar. You probably came. She probably reached out to you. Anybody you we Caitlin ever posted? Davis? Yeah. yeah. Um, C A. C C C A I T. So L Y N. Yeah. And you would never know if you didn't know her. You like personally on that level, she didn't share it. You would never know that she was battling. Um, no, I didn't. We which social, is a, we social media friends, yeah. yeah. Boom, yeah. You would never know. <clears throat> she just know. did her thing, yo. She just yeah. She pushed through a lot, so you know. And, and outstanding, yeah, outstanding. And, and also to her counterpart, uh, Tay Tay Braxton, who actually is a survivor mm-hmm. uh, right now with ovarian cancer. Like we just we love you for, and thank you for being in her corner throughout the whole process Damn. and and being you know in the groups and just you know keeping everybody motivated and positive um, until. You know, their time was. It was a blessing to know her, yo. Yeah. So it, it's, it's yeah. somber, yo, but I ain't gonna lie, yo. It's a blessing that, yo, yeah. she came into. Like, people, she served a purpose. People come in your I life. I ain't trying to preach nothing, but right, pe- right, people come into yeah. your life 
at a time and at a season for a reason. And yep. and, and I be, I truly believe in that. So like even this moment right here where, mm-hmm. you know, we met you two or three almost two years, two or three years ago, meeting you at Terra and just mm-hmm. vibing with your music and just meeting you and getting to this point, like we developed a relationship. So, yeah. I, so at the end of the day, like if there's anything that we need from you, you need from us. Like we're I always in support. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and it all started at Terra, you know, over mm-hmm. a fish sandwich and some, over and some fish jazz. Sandwiches. Fish sandwiches and jazz. And jazz yo. That's a show title. Fish sandwich and jazz. <laughs> so so jazz, even, even though we were able to smile and laugh through this situation, like I just want to say, Caitlin, you know, to the from the bottom of my soul, like mm-hmm. we love you. Um I will I will try to do my best to make myself uh in attendance at the yeah. at the services and yeah. And we just got to make sure that, you know, we keep her name uplifted in, in positivity mm-hmm. and happiness. Um, yeah. I know for her son, I'm definitely, ah, pre- definitely playing. Little boy. How old is he? He got to be 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah. So yeah. I know for, for him. We got to be there for him. Yeah. You got to let me know what we got to do. For yeah, him. yeah. We, we for, for him, like, for we got to make sure that as a, commu- years, as a community of, yeah. you know, yeah, men. We have um, to step up for these kids. We, we, we got to make sure that he's he's well protected and well you know versed. And even though he doesn't know all of us, no matter, no matter, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, but at don't the end matter. of the day, just know, young young king, like you got a community that is willing to like real, yo. it's willing like, to be real. behind people you. behind you. Yo. You know what I mean? Like whatever you need, what you if you need, need to cry, yeah. a shoulder, an ear, an eye, a hand, and the discipline too. Yeah, we still holding you to the man rules. You damn right. Yeah. So so all discipline of it, all matters of it, yeah. from all of, it, yeah. all of it. Like I and, still got. Hold you accountable and shout out brother. to and shout out to you know With Papa love. Davis. I just call him yeah. Papa Davis, but like shout out to Papa Davis because he definitely is like the grandfather, the ultimate like mm-hmm. you know girl dad you know mm-hmm. amongst because yeah. you know what I mean so he he he's he's that guy. Um, but at the end of the day, you know we we celebrate Caitlyn man, and she's just she's just that ray of light right now. So we love you. I love you. Um, I think I think pretty much we are. Yeah, we good. We going to get up on out of here. Yeah, yeah, we keep we we can keep talking and drinking yeah, on yeah, after yeah, hours. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the people hear. Yeah, heartfelt. Go ahead, heartfelt. pop that joint on right. Yeah, I love that song. We've been talking. I'm gonna talk more about heartfelt <laughs> on the after hours. So, <laughs> so without further ado, part one. Yeah, uh, we're going to get up on out of here, and we mm-hmm. hope that everybody enjoyed mm-hmm. this edition <laughs> of. Fish sandwich and jazz. Fish sandwich and jazz. Fish sandwich. Yeah. Title of the episode. I love Fish it. Fish sandwich, sandwich and jazz. jazz. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to Terra Cafe, man. Terra shout Cafe. Out to, shout out down. to uh, Bourbon and Boy Shorts. Yes. Shout out to Clarence yes. Ward the Third and these guys. And I love these guys, man. I love, love you. Support and, uh, these brothers. Please, 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 please follow this this gentleman, Clarence. TNT, yeah. book him Clarence Ward the Third. That that feel that good on IG. Book Clarence TNT. I need you to book him. Let's go. So without further ado, as always, man, love Love life life and and libations. libations. Give me some of that. Yeah, baby. I like that ending. Yeah.